episode 31, by the way. Yeah, I know we're episode 31. I've been Is doing them just okay? as long as you have. Yeah, what are you doing, Jake? Are you, like, mouthing the microphone? I'm not even close to it. Oh. Doing Jake things. Doing Jake things. All right. What is mine doing? How's mine? <laughs> no. You're great. <laughs> hey, everyone. Just... Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just let me start. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the Knife Nuts podcast, the best and worst of 2018 edition, featuring Adam Purvis. Woo! Yeah. Hey, Adam. Yeah, geez, what a delayed reaction. <laughs> well, I thought Adam was going to speak. I didn't want to speak for him. Yeah, he was I don't want to speak until afraid. I'm allowed to speak. <laughs> this isn't Catholic school. You can, you can talk whenever you want. He's just froze. I don't know. I've already been yelled at. So. <laughs> yes. Just don't make any sudden movements and you'll be fine. You're meant to be seen and not heard, except for it's a podcast, so that doesn't really help. <laughs> yes. So I can't believe this podcast has been going on this long. Uh, we're almost at two years, which is pretty Person remarkable. Two years. I, I, yep. If you go back to the, do you realize that our Elijah episode was just earlier this year? That feels like a million years ago. This has been a whirlwind, yeah, of a year for this podcast. A lot has when happened. When I said, when I said yes, I'll do it. I wasn't expecting it to go this long for sure. <laughs> I can't believe it's gone this long, and we've done these few episodes. Yeah, I'm surprised if Brian you, still talks to us, period. Yeah, seriously. After the stunts you've pulled with Brian, it's yeah. kind of nuts. It's pretty great, though. Yes. I have to say I'm happy, though. I think I'm not bored of it yet. Yeah, I should have had some, like, uh, New Year's Eve music playing or, like, some swanky jazz. You can do that. Can't you still do that? Uh, it's probably going to be, remember when I tried to play that Doom Borgir song and it was loud as shit? That's probably what would happen. All, all we're going to get is let's just drop a bomb for the whole year. I say that as I knock on your so everybody either loves or hates the bomb. Yeah, I, I imagine it's polarizing. It's a polarizing effect. I guess it depends on where you are when you're listening to it. <laughs> if you're listening at work, I apologize for when we had a gun when we had gunshots to the soundboard. Yeah. Oh God. Everybody should have never gave me this toy. Mm. No, one I'm still did, not no sold one gave it on to this. you. <laughs> so, so either way, uh, it's been fun. Uh, we're going to give a preemptive thank you to everybody who yes. stuck with us through this, uh, as well as a special thank you to our patrons who allow us to try new things like this software we're using. Yes, you're welcome. You know, we you did guys it last are the episode absolute too, guys. best. Yes, you are the absolute best. And a patrons. lot of people. Sorry, Jake. Oh, no, that was fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was good. It was, it's good if everyone <laughs> talks so. over each other when we're talking about how amazing our Patreon supporters are. Yes, totally. It makes us sound even more enthusiastic. But we've had a lot of I'm people sign up. I'm very enthusiastic. I really am. They let us do a lot of the stuff that we wouldn't have been able to do if they weren't part of it. Absolutely. So thank you all. And thank you to all the people who have signed up recently for the giveaway tier, which is like yes. a lot. A lot of people. Yeah. For, for Adam's, yeah. Uh, for our little collaboration knife. Yes. You're, yes. you're all my ride or die bitches. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure they appreciate that. But we also have a lot to talk about in this episode because we have some news and we're going to also be giving out our best of and worst of 2018. Yes. I so would say the, the only best of list in the knife community that actually matters is it's not influenced by, you know, having to sell things. Because it's just to poke fun at everyone else's best of list. Yeah. Which are all totally compromised by, you know, financial interests. <laughs> yeah. I hope ours isn't. 
<laughs> it will be next year if we're it doing will, this by 2019. If this, is, if this goes as planned, then it will be. Wait until the gear, something from Gearfest <laughs> is the number one. Our goal for 2019 is to sell out completely. To sell out saying? completely. Dude, exactly. that Gearfest partnership is 100% on the way to doing that. Oh, I can't wait. Um, Did you just cold call them? And we're just like, hey, we want to hawk no. your garbage? No, not at all. No, Actually, he was like, I want this $600 flashlight, but I don't want to pay for it. Uh, that's, we have well, a that's, podcast. No, 100%, <laughs> that's my goal from them, is to get that $600 flashlight. I should put a, a, an update in this podcast about how close I am to getting this, this $600 flashlight for free. Um, that's my goal. How close are we to getting like that Sibian machine that we talked about quite a while ago? <laughs> oh, yeah, Vpon has been... Is going to be harder to reach, I think, than Gearbest. Maybe that'll maybe that'll be the our only way of getting actually actual female guests on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of mailing them a microphone, that we mail them the Sibian machine. You get you get yes. Yeah, while you're first you know, and last female guest with their phone. Yikes! Big time yikes! How is mm. that a yikes? I, I don't know if any of our female guests, you know, potential female guests, want to be mailed to Sibian. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to speak he's just out of worried turn. about. He's just worried about the background noise of he's the Sibian running. <laughs> Jake, it's already bad enough when you have 8,000 machines running. Ryan has a whole fucking CNC and we never hear it once. It, it barely runs, unfortunately. Ooh, yeah, you gotta make knives for that thing to make noise. Slam. That's, that's what it actually is. It's, it's, it's definitely not his mill. It's just been a Sibian this whole time. That is definitely the sound. I've heard those. Yeah. No, that sounded very... Ooh, that part where it shut off sounded very robot-like. I like that. It, it's pretty robotic. That sounded very sci-fi. All right. All right. Let's, let's bring it in. <laughs> um, Adam, how are you doing? Wait, is Adam here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a second episode with Adam to do like a real interview thing. Yeah, it's not the right, not yeah, the right let me, venue. Let me, let me preface this: there's there's a whole story to Adam, like he's a knife maker turned pro, like production company thing, and we're gonna get into that. But Adam is also a very close friend of the podcast, so it's just like having another one of our friends on the show. Um, we also did our first production knife partnership with Adam and his progeny uh, folder. So, which is actually dun, sold dun, out, dun, dun, and uh, dun, we're actually going to be giving dun, away the last one Can on I this episode. Can I say this is the one time where us being late on everything finally didn't work out because we don't have them in hand for this episode? Yeah, we were hoping to have them in hand, but, uh, you know, production <laughs> knives are production knives, and things happen, and we want to bring you the best quality. It, in the interest say, of I'm, perfection, though, it, yeah. it wasn't so much that we were late, it was just that they needed to be just right. Adam will elaborate further. So, Adam, give it. Do give us a a if brief, talks. you know, intro as to who you are and what you do, and why you're <laughs> here. I don't know why I'm here. Um, I work for a fire department full time. I started out tinkering with different crafts. Decided to make knives. Um, did that for a little while. Decided that my real passion was uh, production knives, which is primarily what I dabble in anyway. And so you I buy a lot of more, knives. You're a I collector. A you collect knives. a lot of knives. Uh, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm an enthusiast. I don't know if I'm a collector. I'm more of 
I buy them, I give some away, I raffle some of them, I sell some of them, I keep some of them. Sell some of them at ridiculous discounts to people. Yeah, it's it's just, uh, I enjoy um, knives and... uh, Fascinating. I know. I mean, my life story is pretty interesting, so... But you made I, knives before, in the midst I, of all of this. I did, and I, I think that making the knives helped me um, Not just understand the knives. geometry, understand knives in general, so that when I got more into modifying or repairing or producing knives, at least I knew what I was looking at and what I wanted, how I wanted things to work, as opposed to just going into it and saying, oh, you know, hopefully this works out. But and- making knives... I got to a point with making knives where I was going to have to invest a lot of money into that, not knowing if that's where I wanted to be. And that's where I somehow ended up making pocket clips. I'm not sure how that turn happened, but it did. It's been an adventure and now we have production knives too. So, Well, that's interesting. It's because you went from making knives to pocket clips for knives and now you're hot on the heels in your first production knife partnership with with We Knives, which was the Primordial. Um, and that was a very successful project that you had. That knife came out really great. And now you're going to your second one, which is the Progeny. So it's been a crazy mm-hmm. year for you. And you, the other reason we wanted to have you here is because you're someone that I bounce a lot of, of knife conversation off of. So a lot of our discussion and a lot of my opinions over the years have been sort of influenced by the conversations that we've had over the past year. So as we dig into that that list, uh, I think your perspective is going to be pretty welcome. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. How but many, Dave, what did you want to do first here? I don't know. I was going to ask Adam how many of his customs were floating around because I feel like I've seen maybe three of them ever. I imagine there's not uh, many. There's only probably 12 or 15 that are out there in the world and I mean, they're, they were fun. It was something different to do, and I enjoyed it. Um, but it just wasn't where my, – my end goal was to get to well, kind of where Brian was. But um, I think that that's a whole nother – I mean, just the startup cost and, you know, learning to become proficient with CAD and CAM, that's kind of a – you know, I didn't really have a quarter million. I wanted to sink into that right this minute. So I kind of ended up – working with production companies, but as we've talked about in the past, you know, what, what's offering the best value to customers right now. And unfortunately, or fortunately, or however you want to look at it, um, the Chinese manufacturers are offering the ability to produce knives with materials that everybody wants at a price point that no one in the United States is able to really be competitive with and a quality level that's above what most people are doing. And it doesn't leave you. I would love for somebody to, to be in the U S that had the manufacturing capabilities of we, uh, even if it costs more, but met that same quality standard. And right now there just doesn't seem to be a lot of availability for that in the States, unless y'all know of something I'm not thinking of, but well, actually, there's even one less because Millet is not – they're sort of moving away from OEM stuff altogether. Right. And they're they're so backlogged that even if you wanted to do a project, you're not going to get in with them. Um, and now they want to do more stuff with 
TJ and everyone. And, um, and so what, what do you have? I mean, ZT is the only company in the U S that probably competes in a similar quality and price level, but they're doing it off a sure, a sheer volume. Yep. We doesn't produce anything near. I mean, what's ZT produce when they put a knife out? 25, 30, 50,000. What's we produce a thousand? I have no idea, but I, you know, ZT puts a lot out. Yeah. Maybe it's 5,000, 10,000. I don't know, but it's a lot. It's not more. even close. It to just that. represents the type of market that those, those uh, companies are shooting for. It's just a very different prioritization. I just product. ZT isn't in, you know, they make so much more, but I don't, are they sold in more physical locations? That's the thing that always kind of, I would say that they're me. sold in, in more physical locations than, than any you see the them in gun effect. stores, yeah. okay. like gun shops. I've only seen Benchmades in gun stores, yeah. but I'm not in a lot of gun stores. Well, and I, you see some ZT, some Benchmade, um, and there's you know, like we have a store over here, Going Gear, that oh yeah, was huge for years, um, and they always carried a ton of like Hinder, ZT, Olight, all kinds of yeah. Cool they have stuff. a great selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just. I mean, ZT, I would assume that the major retailers, when they put a new knife out, they, they buy a ton of them yeah. um, because they know they're going to sell. Um, it's just, you know, I think that I would assume that ZT operates at a fairly low margin mm-hmm. because for the materials they're using and the skilled labor to assemble it and all the machining, it's got to be expensive. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing that happens with a lot. Uh, I mean, that's what we have to be cognizant of when talking about a lot of these manufacturers. It's who they're, what the audience is, and uh, what makes sense to pursue as a small company. Companies like We and Riot have ruined us, if Mm -hmm. you think about it, because, like, I've got that that Kirby Lambert Crossroads. It is, well, I mean, look at what Brian has with the Evo. I mean, look at the quality of that, and think about where else in the world could you have that made, but now everybody's mindset is... You got to handle the prototype. I did. I did. It was fantastic. And I think Brian actually pushed Riot to do one of the nicest um, knives that they've put out outside of their own designs. Like most of the stuff they've put out has been simpler, I think, for a lot of manufacturers or for a lot of OEM work. And Brian seemed to actually push them more to show what they could do for their OEM side of things. But now everybody thinks, oh, well, if it's a the top of the line knife, shouldn't be more than two ninety nine. And I think we kind of ruin ourselves too. I mean, I'm the same way. I see a knife and I'm like, oh, I don't want to pay 500 for that. You know, I'd rather get the $300 version from, you know, from China. But oh, absolutely, we're all spoiled rotten at this point from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a there's an overabundance of knives in the market. That could be for the summary sure. for 2018. I think that's probably yeah, the best that, way to encapsulate what happened this year. That definitely does set the set the stage for what. What's to come in this uh, this list that we're about to go through? Yeah, absolutely. But that, one thing about Brian, that's what's nice about Riot, though, is that Riot puts out such small quantity of such high, high, high quality knives that they mm-hmm. still haven't. It doesn't feel the same when you get a product for them. Like you pay more for a Riot because when you know when it shows up, whether it's OEM or it's or it's one of their own designs or something Tashi designed or whatever, you know, it's going to be incredible. I'm sure um, I mean, that that is 100% true. And I'm sure we're going to talk a lot 
about the different um, aspects a lot of these manufacturers have exhibited over the past year. Dave, yeah. did, was there other news that you wanted to go over before we get into this list? <sighs> See, I think it was mostly just the millet thing, which was not really a surprise to anybody. Um, because they've kind of been talking about that for a while. But at this point, I don't even know how many American OEMs there are left. There aren't many. I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you call it? Spark Big name Blade. Ones. Yeah. Well, actually, ones that will make stuff for people. I guess Spartan does it, right? Mm, I don't know. Maybe not. I could be wrong. Um, Chad Nichols. There's Ch- I was going to say Chad Nichols. Does he still... I haven't seen anything from his shop in a while. It feels like there was those mid-techs a couple of years ago, and then kind of... Die down. Um, what's the one, uh, the neutron and stuff? What's it called? Oh yeah, Three Rivers Manufacturing. Three they River, might be the Three only yeah. OEM, one of the only OEMs left that we can name. They've got some nice stuff coming up in the next year too, and that's also under their own label. Yeah, so correct. It, so yes. I guess they're trying to they're moving out of the OEM thing. I guess it it's a different uh, interesting again priorities. Yeah. Um, do we want to cover the? Uh, I guess we'll do that in the next episode. Our first episode of season three. Whoa. Because this is seasons. This is the season finale. This is the season finale. Wow. Um, I do want to cover a lot of the CRKT new for 2019 stuff. Yeah, there's actually some interesting stuff to talk about there, but yeah, we should save that for... Oh my god, kill me. No, you'll love it, Brian. (laughs) You'll have a great time. We get to be mean, it's fun. We need to cruise through that. No, we'll just do it next episode. No, we're definitely not cruising through it. Yeah. There's some weird stuff in there. Yeah. All right, Should we get started with the list? Do we have some triumphant music to uh, usher in? I will put it in post because I definitely don't have it queued up right now unless you want to listen to an ad spot um, or a bomb. So I think everyone's sick of all we of need an earlier. We need an early ad spot anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, we could. Okay, you want to say, do we put, put an ad spot here? I don't know what it's going to be for. You want to well, just put PVK in? It is going to be PVK. Kaiser. All right, everyone be quiet. We'll be right back. This episode of the Knife Nuts podcast is brought to you in part by PVK Vegas. PVK has been selling knives on the internet since 1996. They are the largest microtech dealer in the United States, specialize in automatics and balisongs, and have a strong selection of high-end customs. Visit their showroom on the Las Vegas Strip, a five-minute walk from the USN show. Use coupon code KNIFENUTS for 5% off your order. And we're back. Wow. Now we can really get into these shits with the awards. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Why would you play the theme song with your mouth? Yeah, this is not the right time, Jake. Don't, don't, not the right time. You're not the Sandman. This isn't the Apollo. Don't rush us out. Um, I'm trying to think if there's an order we should do this, because we don't really have, like, a, a well, big let me one preface for the end. By, let me preface by saying that the categories were picked very objectively, <laughs> and they were... Written and picked not by a small panel, but by basically by Dave and I. Yeah, we we just sort of brush these things together, <laughs> and uh, we may have too many. We're going to decide where to stop. Yeah, we think I added some a few. Fun. There's there's going to be some good ones. Yeah, there's we would have more more appreciated if you eliminated several than added a few. <laughs> uh, but we all do have pretty much we have answer our own answer for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Which is good, so it's a little bit prepared. Yeah, absolutely. Do we want to jump in? Should we just jump in with going down in order? Yeah. I, I mean, we don't have like a cool big one at the end, so there's no, no real gonna be logical a... order here. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. So there's a lot of interesting stuff. All right. Let's so the first off. category. Surprise personal hit. 
So I guess this is just a knife that we didn't expect to like and then ended up liking. I had to guess what we were thinking See, what, about. See, what's funny is I kind of had a different meaning. It was a knife <laughs> that we didn't, that exceeded expectations. All right. Well, the, I, I went with the way I just said it. That's how I chose the Zero Tolerance 0640, the new Emerson collaboration. Um, I, I, when I got it, I was actually kind of unimpressed and didn't like it, but it has really grown on me since um, to be a knife I really enjoyed. And I don't generally buy that many knives I don't like these days because I have a pretty good handle on that. So... Yeah, that one was actually a surprise this year. You know what's funny is we know what doesn't have a good handle on it. Oh, the zero that, tolerance yes. six forty. I mean, we're either you have to move past it or you don't. Like it's not good. No one likes it's got that carbon fiber. Shit carbon fiber. Yeah, nobody likes it. But either you can move past it or you can't. It's just why one would of those they things. do that? Why couldn't they just put carbon fiber? Because green is tactical. I don't know, man. A- ask Ernie. I, have I don't no think idea. he had it. I don't think he had anything to do with that night. Uh, probably not. Jake, you had two answers, so why don't you tell us about your six answers here? Well, because he copied mine. <laughs> That's what happened. Two to six. Yeah, well, and I, I, part of it isn't even that specific, but I'll have to pull on uh, Levon's memory for when we met the reps from Manly, and they had really high quality. They just came out of nowhere with those S90V. I know there was a fixed blade, and there was... The slip joint. Um, a slip joint and I think a backlock, like a mm-hmm. wasp. Yeah, mm-hmm. a wasp. I want to say. And I mean, the joke was we didn't want to talk about them because we didn't want to blow up their, <laughs> blow up you know the, the spot or the brand or whatever. And we wanted to keep them for ourselves. But I think they deserve a little recognition. Um, I agree very low price are, point. Yeah, they're from really fucking Bulgaria. Knives. Yeah, low price point for, uh, you know, knives that come with, like you know, handwritten cards authenticity cards and um hardness testing and that kind of stuff and uh a lot of attention to detail for yeah for the money absolutely yeah i mean they even they even measure the edge thickness and put on their website which is like a level of pedanticness that you don't see outside of jake Hmm. it's like it's the perfect brand for you and now you yeah that does make sense i do (laughs) i do appreciate it so i guess you've rubbed off on me adam you didn't get to handle the manly knives that sounds weird, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's not a great name. Let's just agree on it's that not, right now. The name is the name is awful. Yes. I don't know. I'm going to assume That's it's my... somebody's name, and they're like, oh, you know what? It'll be cool. It'll be manly, but in Bulgarian. <laughs> yes, I was going to say. <laughs> That's my simple Bulgarian. answer, but but the, I also had to, I mean, I had to pick the primordial because it was the first of Adam's, um, and I'm, actually, I'm going back to the. What you're doing is stealing my thunder prototype you already picked you picked your one knife and now it is my turn <laughs> you don't all get right, to go on fine. about all all six you don't up. get to go you can, on you can go on and on about the primordial a lot but i do at least have to just say the quality of best tech as an oem okay no no general no, no, no. jake was no, 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 no. a surprise no, this is the first this is the first category the idea yeah, i'm not i'm not going to say that again I think you're going to have to when we get to the best OEM category. Yeah, seriously. All right. Well, my surprise hit was the Primordial by Adam Purvis, or A. Purvis Blades. You know, Purvis is a weird name to have in the knife community. Is is it? It just sounds funny. Is, but what, what about the knife community specifically makes it Coming weird? from you, it sounds yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, but I don't put my, I'm not putting my name on a knife. Your last name is Durka Durkison. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> Considering no one has successfully pronounced your first name ever. Yeah. So. 
that's why I'm so perceptive of it, you know? Levon Durkison. Yeah, see, I would never mm-hmm. put my name on a knife. So you're a brave man, you know? My name's not on there. It says AP. AP, which stands for... for. Anyway. Always prosperous. Oh. <laughs> anyway, my, my uh, surprise hit was the primordial. Good choice. I carry it all the way, all the time. I would carry mine if I had it, but it's been with Jake for 10 million years, so. Oh, that's surprising. (laughs) It's evolving. Adam, do you remember what you (laughs) placed as your, as your surprise personal hit? Because I know, because I'm looking at the list, but you don't. Do you remember what you put? I think it was that button lock Kaiser, but I kind of want to agree with Dave on the 640. Oh yeah, you have one too, but yours has Mokutai scales, so you've eliminated half the battle. Oh no! No no those no those went to somebody else. Oh, um, yeah, that's kind of hard to justify keeping for yourself. Yeah, I didn't. It was just because I was bored. But the uh, I think the six forty. Yeah, except for the fact the pocket clips mounted like halfway down the knife. That's classic Emerson though, so that you can get a good grip on it when you wave it. But there's no True, wave. Very, there's no wave. Bad. So uh... <laughs> oh, the pocket clip is also terrible on that knife. Can we give the worst yeah. pocket clip of the year? It wasn't as bad. I heard you talking with Levon about the 920. The 920 actually was better because it has a little bit of a... Because the scales are contoured. Yeah, so there's a gap yeah. on the sides. So. Yeah. What, what was ET thinking with these extremely flat clips? I mean, they don't hurt your hand like when you're gripping it really hard, but is that a really good trade-off? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good knife, though. It is. Maybe I'll try one out. I, I It is tempting. It kind of felt like ZT was going back to their roots with their overbuilt knife a little bit. I, I don't want to. I don't want to hear this bullshit about ZT going back to their roots. I know Jake's going to bring it up in literally our next category. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate this shit so much. Should we, should we get into the next category? Yeah, let's let's move right on. All right, it's really funny because we're always negative. The next one is worst knife trend of 2018. Mm. I think last year it was. Superhero themed Cerakote jobs, which have 100% gone extinct. Yes. Thank you for all of us. I mean, like, that's a, a blessing upon all of us. I went with production companies being doing a bad job of estimating their production schedules this year. Because more than ever, it felt like everybody missed deadlines or took forever to get knives out, which upset people. And it was weird. I don't know if they were doing it on purpose, but it it seemed like they were just trying to get stuff out under the wire just to say that they could i mean spider code changed this whole thing up which you know you can argue that it's for different reasons but i think part of it is because people were getting upset about what they thought were i don't know unrealistic delays or something but spider code's not telling us about when knives are coming out uh the copper natrix took what nine ten months to come out mm-hmm. the bare knuckle took nine to ten months to come out mm-hmm. kind of a trend here it is um i focused most of my hatred toward um the ever the everlasting desire for the next big match rail or material as it were and mm. i had to give mine to fordite and carbo quartz what's fordite oh why do uh, i why do i not fordite? know that let I me google it paint i dry can't paint is it's it really paint yeah i would i'd like to point out i also picked fordite <laughs> go ahead adam why don't you tell us what fordite is now you you got it it's literally dried paint so and it's called Fordite because supposedly it's paint from a specific factory, Ford factory, where the paint machines have sort of oversprayed paint onto the floor and the different colors sort of all laminate together. 
And what you have is uh, a pile of dry yeah, paint. This is literally garbage. You are making yeah, a knife out of garbage. Fluoridite. Fluoridite. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that's a thing. And also, carbo quartz, not for its specific, not because I think it's hideous, but I think it's grossly overpriced. And, like, the payoff is not even worth it. Like, Yeah, most people finish it terribly. It, ju- it just looks like carbon fiber. With a little bit of white stuff in it. Like, oh. Which is not good. It looks, yeah. It's. I don't care who you are, it's not very good. All right, I'm actually kind of, you know what? Hot take, I kind of like this Fortnite stuff. <laughs> not on a knife. Uh, it's mostly on jewelry, if you go on Google Images, but I, I'm not hating it immediately. It looks cool. Is it expensive? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It... I imagine since it's just dried paint, it's not a great knife handlement. I believe this paint actually cures pretty hard, though, because okay, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it goes it's... on because it goes on cars. Fair. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. The, where can you? There's Fordite.com. <laughs> it looks pretty expensive, actually. I'm seeing some prices. All a right. Website about an incidental industrial gym. Yeah, okay. Let's well. not go that far. Well, anyway, this, stuff, this? this kind of stuff sucks. It's not my it's not my thing. If you like it, good for you, but I don't like it. Uh, Jake, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Jake. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> hang on. All right. Oh, my God. I'm going to go with the continued downfall of zero tolerance. This is bullshit. I don't know. I I, under, I know where Jake's coming from, but I, I, I don't think know. the knives are awesome. So. Jake, I want to hear you explain yourself here. Well... It's more than just my cut tendon. I mean, that's like that's a thing of the past at this point. Yeah, that well, did happen in 2018. Yeah, we've moved past it. Yeah, I, I haven't. I just I've seen a steady progression downwards from ZT, and uh, the the only thing I will admit to is some of it could feasibly be maybe five or eight years ago my standards were lower. But downwards in what sense, though? What's what's decreasing about them? Okay, well, and uh, also okay, so keep it the, towards 2018. The the likelihood of a bad heat treat, Um, I, that's probably the biggest one. That shit is a conspiracy the theory have, from, from Jay Davis. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, like, watching YouTube videos or what. I'm talking about me sharpening and resharpening and resharpening the same pile of ZTs over and over again because they won't hold a fucking edge. Um, and the the locks. I mean, I oh shit, that was this year. Yeah. I know why they. Yeah, I can see why they failed, and I haven't seen them do anything to rectify. That is a good so point. I forgot that the whole downfall. that whole lock failure it's, disaster it's was true. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go 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 and dig as much as you want, and go grab a pile of ZTs and try it for yourself or whatever. The the locks are not uh, nearly as uh, well, how do I put this? Uh, robust. Ro- not even. Ro- I'm not even asking for robust. Not as trustworthy as they should be, and not as trustworthy as similarly designed knives from other brands, or just old ZTs. I don't get what they're doing wrong though. Like, what? What is it? Is it like the angle of the the lock bar? I mean, the lock interface. I don't get what they're doing so wrong that makes them all fail, or not all, but. Yeah, with gen- I mean, generally it can be in cup. It could be a couple of things. Um, they're they're doing a uh, a flat lock face on the blade tang rather than a radius, which is not necessarily the end of the world. But if you're going to do a flat 
radius or non-radius, then you have to do a couple other things to make sure that the lock isn't motivated to fail. Um, and it doesn't go particularly well with a hardened steel insert. And I think maybe in their case, the the steel insert and the blade steels are maybe too similar in, in hardness. I'm just guessing here because I'm not, I don't have a PhD in metallurgy, but um, it, you know, that some, something in that interface is just not right. And it's been at least a year or two now that, you know, I've been paying really close attention to it and I have not seen an improvement. So they're getting my, they're getting my worst trend. Yeah. I will get back into Shame. this later because ET will come up again. Shame. But Brian just did a game time audible. He just called an audible on his yes. first trend, and I'm very excited about this one, Brian. <laughs> I, I am too. I saw what you, this I is saw perfect. What you put there before, and this is better. Yeah. This well, is it just, much you know, it just came to me all of a sudden. I'm like, what What has annoyed me about this year? And it's the whole pocket, peck, pocket pecker myth that a big flipper tab somehow does something. I don't know. Shabazz got it going, and everybody, every jerk off and their brother is coming in saying, "Oh, I got you left the pocket pack." They don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. You talk to them and find out is it because it's pecking against something in your pocket? And that's what hearing Nick talk. That's what I always thought. And other like, guys, it sounds like it's sticking out, so it looks like a little pecker in her pocket. Come on, either way, that's that's fucking stupid. It's a flipper. It by definition needs to fucking stick out. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know where. I don't necessarily get that. Like, every, it doesn't like hit anything else in my pocket because I don't put anything else. Yeah, in if my you have a non-reversible pocket clip and you're carrying the knife in your left pocket with a right-handed pocket clip, that's the only way this is a problem. Otherwise, the fucking pocket clip faces the edge of your jeans or like the edge of your pocket. I, I think most of the time it's they're talking about hitting stuff in your pocket. But like you said, who's putting something in your pocket with a two, three, four, five thousand dollar knife? Yeah. You know. The, I mean, you can you maybe you could say it's a, an aesthetic thing, but even then, having a big pocket clip doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad-looking knife. So it doesn't really flipper tab. You mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, flipper tab. Yes, having a big flipper tab doesn't necessarily mean you have an unattractive or unbalanced knife. I mean, if you have, and if you're, and if you're worried about the flipper tab being seen in your pocket, then your pants are way too tight. Get some, get some looser pants. <laughs> <laughs> I also just realized I was 100% wrong about which direction the pocket clip faces. Yeah. It's in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what was happening there in my brain. I was like... <laughs> yep. No, it definitely faces inwards in your pocket. I was very wrong about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have to agree with that one. I don't understand. What you, how how can you work around this? You can have a tiny... Uh, oh, my God. I almost said a tiny pecker. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> You can have a tiny flipper like the ZT0470, but then it just like doesn't flip as well as if they had just make it a little bit bigger. Mine is extremely big, so it's, uh, <laughs> it, uh, you know, I hear about this probably more than a lot of people do. <laughs> I mean, some people have this problem. Some people like me don't, so. Well, it's funny yeah. your customers complain, but your wife hasn't said anything about it. <laughs> She's giving up. There's, I need all the sorts of rimshot noises in this. <laughs> That's funny. That's yep. I, I want to change mine now. I like yours better than mine. Because I didn't, I didn't care about ZT never coming out with the Spider-Co smock. Like, that doesn't bother me. The pocket pecker thing does bother me. I feel like if it were last year, I would have picked everybody's uh, need for a forward choil. But I would be okay with the forward choil dying. 
If it went away completely, I would I not be upset. It. I like Why it. you want to take away detail a, work? A, an inch of yeah. your blade, though. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me get really close to the mic. So are we, are we just detail talking work? Detail work. Yeah. D- detail work. Tooling cost. No, it's not even that. that which it probably does add to it because you have to cut out part of the blade. You have but to cut out part of the blade. Well, no, it's the same because you have to grind part of the blade too. Fucking detail work. No one has know. ever done detail work. So are you going to make it unanim- unanimously ch- forward choils now? Or just, yeah. Just pocket peckers and forward choils. Yeah. Moving on. Adam, have you ever done any detail work in your life? <laughs> exactly. No one has ever done detail work. What are you... What are these people... So Fucking Michelangelo and they're like, yeah... So, no lie, okay, so this is a story, personal experience. Um, my brother, what did he get? He, we were, I got some vinyls in, and my brother records, you know, high 20, high-end 24-bit audio with the, with the records, so we were getting some really cool sound, bro. Um, and he is meticulous about how he opens records, and... No lie, it's the first time I've ever seen anyone choke up for detail work. <laughs> he went to his drawer and got like a Kershaw that I gave him God knows how long ago. And he's holding it all the way up at the top with his hands like just right at the tip of the blade and and, and surgically opening, making an incision in the in the plastic on this record. And I'm standing there watching him like, what the fuck? am i watching right now dude it's like he made like a sleeve with the plastic so that he could put the record back into the into the plastic it's like watching adam be split yeah it was it's unprecedented the bomb the bomb went off i I was gonna say i I was gonna say it's not an adam but maybe cell splitting i i do what you're referring to as detail work uh every time i have a splinter and or other skin Yeah, problem. how do you not cut out most I of your cut, finger when yeah, you're Yeah, but you wouldn't that, be though. using a forward choil to dig out the splinter. Like, no, like not a forward choil, them? but I do have my finger all the way up on the tip of the blade. And sometimes yeah, I'm even, the, like, I'll find a, a, you know, like the Spyderco Jester or something and actually hold the blade. Yeah, but the thing's like differently a three-tenths of an inch The Spyderco Jester is yeah. just the tip of a blade. It's a folding tip of a blade. Yes. If that thing is and approximately the size of Brian's pocket pegger. <laughs> okay. On his knife. Hey, now. Next. <laughs> Next. And it's shaped identical. Yikes. Most impressive knife of the year. This one was a tough one for me. I just wanted to be able to talk about the, the Wii 811 Taike. Tai Chi? Tai Chi. The Wii, the Wii knives Tai Chi. The Taekwondo. All right. This, I just, this knife is incredible. I just am so impressed with it. I need to invent a category to give it an award because it's so incredible. And also, it is courtesy of Adam. So thank you, Adam. Oh, Brian, you're changing your Brian. You're changing your answer. Here comes Brian. (laughs) He's calling so many audibles. Can can I do that? Yeah, yeah. Call him audible if you need to. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Jake. You know, you 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 can just say it. You can just you don't even have to go you don't have to go into the live document. Yeah, he's you can just say it. Again. This is no, this is eternal. This will be etched in stone. Alright, I chose the Shirogorov Russian Hokkaido. Which should not be a surprise because uh it was I think I was I was pretty uh excited about talking about it after uh after Levon got it, but before he sold it. <laughs> in mm-hmm. that brief, Wait, is brief it sold? window of time. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. You that was gone, like, within... 15 minutes of me posting it for sale. Yeah, he was just, he was renting that one. That's he funny. He was like, my name got pulled, but I don't really uh, want to leave this money out there, so. I, I didn't realize out. you had sold it, because it was not getting a lot of, uh, not getting a lot of offers at the East Coast show, or the New York oh. show, rather. I mean, I don't think it was, uh. The appropriate venue. The appropriate crowd. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Well, um, we were all saying it wouldn't make it home from the New York show, but. Well, after we got there and, and found out, like. Who was there? I mean, it wasn't exactly a, a hoot yeah. many. Yeah, I mean, well, anyway, I, th- I thought the manufacturing was really, really good. Uh, the That edge was just really... Yeah, that that part was the craziest part about it. Really cool to look at on, mm-hmm. you know, the, the transition and uh, just all around. I was very, very impressed. How did they um, keep it, the edge so consistent? I just don't get it. Uh, robots. I, seriously. Yeah. That shit was made by Skynet. Mm. I also wasn't expecting a ton, so I think that's part of why I was so because I was I was just not a Shirogorov believer that much, and I really it was liked, definitely beautiful too. Yeah, it was yeah. Just, and I really liked Levon's uh, dark cherry, hot tea, hot tea. Yeah, um, but that's yeah the the Hokkaido still yeah s- surprised me. I think that's fair. Brian, what are you gonna what are you gonna do? Nothing. I have nothing. You have nothing. <laughs> we should we should have no. given honorary mention to no the... because. Evil well, type you of. had something, and uh, I don't. Was it I, I just, I'm not. Nothing impresses me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I liked what you had, and that's why I put question marks. Because it might be between what you have and what Jake said. So for me, oh, yeah, yeah. Because go ahead and tell us. Well, then you play. go for it. You go. No, you go for it. I don't even remember. I don't either. Are you really going to play me like this, Brian? Yeah, go for it. All right. So uh, for me, it had to. It came between the Russian Hokkaido, which I owned and I've handled. So that already puts that at an advantage. Um, the second thing that really impressed me from a design perspective and a perceived quality based on my experience with another knife that they just came out with, with it's the Beg Knives uh, Mandara. God, you know, I was going to say that you stole that from me. Pick on my <laughs> glory. Yeah, so that's, that's what's happening here. So that's definitely one that I'm looking forward to. I mean, and basically I guess Brian thought it was impressive too. So I do. I, I did like it. Um, I didn't get to. Ha- did you handle it, Brian? Yeah, at uh, New York. Oh, at New York. I didn't even. You're gonna see hate it there. me, but I I just remember there's a knife, another knife, that has that needs honorable mention that even Brian liked at the New York do you, show. Let me ask you. The, let me ask you this, Jake, before you continue. Will it fit into one of the other categories in the next few minutes? Just think about that one for a moment. But either way, what I'm going to say is I'm probably going to end up giving my answer to the Russian Hokkaido uh, based purely on the fact that uh, I owned it and I really thought it was impressive. But my most anticipated knife right now is that is that Mandara. We don't even have a category for that, man. That's now not I don't a think category, Levon. Yeah. Yeah, and since you just made up your own category, I'm going to say it was the John W. Smith New York special. Yeah, but that's not okay. That's true. That was a very that impressive. Was my, I thought, Those that's were me nice. and Brian's honorable mention because we both really liked that knife. Yeah, that was. I'd say we all really liked that knife. Yeah, I think we can conclusively say that was the most impressive one. Then, <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. It's we funny. All our answers our answer don't matter that. because we all we all just jump onto something else. That makes sense. Adam picked the Riate Crossroads. <laughs> okay. What All right. Are you changing it to.
I am changing my answer to the Sharp by Design Evo Typhoon, and no this is not a robot in place of some of Adam's lost audio. There we go. But that didn't come hey. out. Hey. But, the but I have the prototype and that came out this year. I definitely do not have the production version because I am not a robot sent back in time to prevent Rayot CNC machines from becoming self-aware. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> good, yeah that that that's worked for me. Fair enough. All right, Brian. Good job. <laughs> Great job, Brian. I'm I sure mean, we'll I, be talking about that knife well. No, apparently we won't be because someone shot down me trying to give it an award, but I don't know. Go, I'll go fuck myself. Uh, best budget. Who shot you down trying to give that an award? It's maybe you. We'll me? get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> best budget folder. Um, this year was... There were some really good-ass budget folders this year. Damn right. This I, is like the, the best year for the shit. Best year for budget folders. No yeah. question. God damn, there were a lot of good ones. Um, but yeah. the one that... I, I only bought six of one of them, so... That'd be the yeah. Tangram Vector. The button lock, Tangram knife. It's I think it's $30 on Amazon now. It's in basically 440C. Wait it's for so deals, good. you can have them for like under 20 They invented a detent for the button lock that isn't the same thing that Alan Lichards did. That's like that in, a, in itself on a $30 knife is crazy to me. It is the ultimate knife to give as a gift. Yes, I've given so many of them now. It's, it's the best knife to give out to people. Because the button lock is so much more intuitive than a f uh, frame lock for some reason. That, that is a, it, absolutely. And I think it's safer too. It, it is. People hate having their fingers in the way of a closing blade. I don't know how we all got over that fear pretty quickly, but like we the average person, a few times. Yeah, the average person is terrified of this idea. Like they're just going to guillotine all their fucking fingers off. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know if they have no fine motor skills and yeah. can't possibly like remove their fingers from the path of the blade as it's closing. But yes, people who hold knives in absolute terror, like it's going to just jump yes. up and, every, and stab them by every non-knife person who's wanted a recommendation for a knife has been like, I don't want my fingers in the way when it's closing. What's going to happen? It's amazing how many people, like at the shows, even will hand you the knife back open. You yes. know, they don't want to even close it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, you know, when you make daggers, it's hard to tell which way they open. Well, that one's a little awkward. It all takes me back to when we were standing in our yard and I was taping, videoing that one. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That yeah, when you guys were super duper high. Yes, kind of like I am right now. <laughs> but dumb tits. Uh, but. For me, as much praise as I had for the Tangram, I went with the Civivi Praxis. I'm glad we had different answers here. Um, because I love that knife, and I think it really does usher in a new era for budget knives. Because the level of fit, finish, and, and action on that thing is makes the price seem absurd. I will say it's pretty... Ridiculous. I mean, in comparison, I will. I almost have to give you this one over the Tangram because it's only about ten dollars more. But like the sort of features you're getting, or at least like the the how quality it feels in comparison to like you know a three hundred dollar knife, it's probably closer on the Civivi. Like the action is nuts on those. Mm -hmm. And I've I've handled multiple knives in the brand, and they're all consistently good. Yeah, and now they're doing it in VG10 and stuff, and it's just like for like seventy bucks. I think maybe... 37, yeah, $37 for that Praxis. Yeah, I think the 9CR stuff is actually a better deal. I bet Adam knows. I, I agree with these. that. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to give it to the Civivi. The Praxis, um, you can really get any model you want. I just think the yeah. Praxis is a nice cutter. You get that longer blade with the... Uh, yeah, what's... Brian, 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 Brian is... Brian is too funny. 
What's oh that my God. bright green I, one that you just hold got? on? I should Love I it. should screen record this. <laughs> it's a good way of communicating with us live editing the document. But Jake, um, well, what's what was your pick? Uh, I, I was going to I was asking Levon, what's the green Civivi that he just got? The, you mean the Chartreuse Civivi? <laughs> sure. The, the it's Chartreuse and it's called the Shard. Shard. And, but Shart. it also gets called the Shart. It's lovingly called the Shart. <laughs> oh, but you mean in that one? Really nice. Really weird colored yellow one, right? Yes. The yep. one that's Chartreuse. This is Chartreuse. Yeah, in the, in the interest yeah. of keeping, Highlighter uh, yellow. keeping the budget category like really budget, because I think that's. Whenever I hear people talking about best budget knives, it, it very quickly creeps up over 50 or 60 bucks, which most of the country or world wouldn't find that budget anymore. So I'm just right. going to leave it there. Now, this motherfucker is about to tell us that that $10 knife he carried to the New York show from Gear Best is the budget knife of the year. <laughs> that fucking no, boat not, anchor. Not over a Civivi for 37 Yes, that fucking boat, it, boat anchor. Adam, you probably were the first person I saw with Civivi stuff, so what was your answer? Civivi. My exoskeleton is made from recycled Civivi knives. I do not have an exoskeleton though because I am a human being like David, Brian, Jake, and Levon. Yeah, <laughs> no surprise there. Yeah, and I, I, it's, it really is amazing. And um, We handled them ahead of their launch, and uh, who was it, Joe from... Uh, from we, uh, he handed us the uh, the Praxis and I think another knife, and we were flipping them and like, wow, these are amazing. And he st he says the the price will be under fifty bucks, and I was like, holy crap! I was blown away. But to see them even go under a sub forty dollar price point is insane. They're really good. I'll also give an honorable mention since we're doing this yeah. to the to uh, a lot of the Tangram lineup in general. Because I think for the money, they're pretty damn good as well. Especially when you get ridiculous Amazon deals that they did. Absolutely. Although I think Black Month is over. Alas. But um, I'm going to give the honorary mention to the Kershaw Bare Knuckle. For 70 bucks or 65 Yeah, no. I'd put that as one of the best values. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. Yeah, it's not necessarily a budget. Yeah, that comes up bucks. later in the... That's later in the list, Dave. Yeah, I blew it. Yeah, Dave. I fucking blew, blew it. it. Edit that out. Just make it one long bomb sound. <laughs> People are so. We'll get a new sound wild, effect for next uh, next next season. I have some surprises that you guys don't know about for next season. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but that's classic podcast. Um, oh, I guess this might be this might be the biggest award, best overall lineup. Yeah, this is a big one. This is definitely a big one. This is a big one, and Jake and I are gonna definitely disagree on this one because I hate yeah. his. I and just, he hates I, mine. I disagree. I disagree with both of you. I disagree with Jake's. I don't disagree with yours, so I guess I'll lead off here. I'm going with ZT. I think this is the best year ZT. And Jake picked Spider Company. <laughs> you, don't even, yeah. you can't even see that. You guess it. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going with ZT. I think this is their best year in at least two to three years. They only released a couple of models, but all of them were hits to me. This is like, uh, there was a lot of seven song albums this year. This is like the Pusha T Daytona knife of the knife world. This is a joke about Nickelback. Lavon likes Nickelback. The humor in this joke is derived from the fact that public perception of Nickelback is that they do not make enjoyable music. Because Lavon likes them, it is funny. It means he has bad taste in music. Ha ha ha. No, not even... Ah, I'm editing that out, we're not even going to mention that. 
It, this is just every single one of the knives ZT came out with this year was awesome. I'm just gonna say, Levon, you're dude. I think you ZT made nailed. waves with your positive Nickelback comments on that live video the yeah. other day. I've now heard like two or three people, yeah, giving me shit for you liking Nickelback. Uh, I hope no one understood that I was joking around. It didn't. It was amazing. Satire's too deep. Yeah, he's he's been down to the bottom of every bottle. <laughs> yeah, I've been wrong. I've been something. You've been down. I've been down to the bottom of everybody. I've heard that they put words in your head and ask if you're having fun yet, but that's, I don't know. That's just, I've heard that. Have you ever looked at this photograph, by the way? <laughs> we like wow. I do not want to go on Nickelback. Jeez, I want to get back to ZT. Jesus, God. All the we need to start good. a whole new I, podcast. I don't care if the lock bars fail with like a light breeze. Everything <laughs> else about that was great. And, and they were, they're American made still. And they yeah. are, you know, kind of reasonably priced besides the 562 tie, which really fucked this up for me. I'm going to put this out there, though. And this is just before uh, Jake goes comes at your neck. So I'm just going to put this out there. I hate that we have to use USA Made as a feature. You know what I mean? I find it insulting to this country that we have to put that as a feature. There's so few people making good knives in America. Is that because we're about to go to Taiwan in the next one? Taiwan. Oh, Taichung. Yeah. <laughs> Spyderco. Oh. Right. So, Jake, go ahead and uh, talk about what you think is the best, has the best current lineup. The best overall lineup is pretty obvious. It's It always has been Spyderco. No. When, <laughs> when, this is insanity. If, like, if you had to have only one brand of knife <laughs> at any time in the, in the time that we've been collecting knives, Spyderco is the most diverse and and has the fewest duds what 20 we're talking 2018 though what 2018 spider are you going lineup. for yeah the they had like Co a million is great obviously the pair of three in 68 yeah. combinations <laughs> yeah you, you can get 12 pair of threes and you'll never be you'll never be let down no, you fucked her bud this one's not great well they don't fail on the locks that's true okay I'll, I'll concede that point. None of my, just I'm just gonna put this out there. None of my uh, my my ZTs have failed. So. Spiderco came out with like two knives this year. The rest of them have not been delivered yet. So now their lineup, I will give Jake credit when they do get all the knives out that they have shown. They have some pretty awesome options that are coming out. Yeah, in the, the near future. I have a Capara and it's absolutely awesome. That's but what it's, I want right now. I want a Kapara. And I need to get one, like, in the next day before it's... Yeah, but I'm not giving these motherfuckers the lineup of the year because they came out with the Kapara. Right. Like, it's well, good, it, it also, but... Adam's point kind of goes back to your first complaint of the night, Dave, which was uh, waiting forever <laughs> for yeah. production yeah. knives to actually hit the market. Exactly. So this was a... Nah. We're disqualifying you. All right. So <laughs> just to... Uh, just to, um, you know... Stir things up a little bit more. I just picked Riot because I don't think that's unreasonable. I think they just had an amazing knife after amazing knife. Like, are we talking their OEM stuff though? Or yeah, I'm talking about Riot as a brand. Uh, what, what what was their their branded knives? The Jack, the Jack, the Jack. and the Baby Machine, All, and the Baby Machine, and everything yeah, else. I don't that think came that, out with. I don't think that they there's enough there to say that. Yeah, that's a terrible best, choice, Levon. <laughs> best overall lineup for three knives. That's why I picked Spyderco. Like Which is also 12, three knives. 12 knives came out. 
Terrible choice, Levon. <laughs> what did they release? Two? I believe there are more. Spider-Claw was damn close to two as well. Don't give him that. Spider-Claw had a lot of pictures, though. They had a lot of pictures. And most of them were like rocket ships. <laughs> okay, so then why don't you just say the most impressive lineup then is Chris Reeve because they made an awesome knife and threw a slip joint into it. Yeah, there we go. Fuck it, it's Chris Reeve. Can I get this straight, though? Did God's gift to the knife community get this wrong? Ooh, Levon. Who's that? Levon, yeah, that was a stupid choice. Yeah. Why am I? Why I'm not? How am I got yeah, like, gifted knife community? Adam's at his I neck. Wanna, I may have picked. I may have also picked. You, you absolutely picked Riyadh and then, and then deleted it. I saw that shit. Don't give me that. He didn't like how it was going for him. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He, put, he picked Riyadh. He's shooting no mail to Levon after he saw what was happening. Listen, I'm sticking by it. The crossroads was really cool. <clears throat> Oh, was that a reoperated? Yeah, that was a reoperated yes. knife. All right, you got four. Yeah, but I, I feel like, and we talked about this. I feel like Leon Ma is so tightly yes intertwined with Riot. So I usually that pair those up too. But I pay, if you talk yeah, about I the mean, Jack, hold up, hold up. There was the Valkyrie, the Jack, the, oh, there was the Valkyrie. Machine, uh oh, you're uh, pulling this one back. Crossroads. Yeah, Uh-oh. I think I, I think I'm winning. Uh-oh. Sorry. Yeah, now that they have three <laughs> knives. <laughs> You know what? I'm on board with Levon here. This is a good choice. <laughs> you can't do that. There's something for everyone. You can have one of those three. Just Benedict <laughs> all the shit on this. Uh, well, I mean, I, I have... All those different the reason I'm not fighting, choices. I don't know why fix, fix Jake blades, is fighting with me it. because I would almost side with him on Spider-Co's side. But. Fuck it. You know who has the lineup of the year? Quartermaster. I don't know. Quartermaster. We're wrong. <laughs> It was Kaiser, Kaiser Knives. Kaiser, Kaiser Knives. Yes. Yeah. Like to say thank you to Kaiser. Thank Knives. you, Kaiser. You had the lineup of the year. Lineup of the year. I <laughs> I considered really. them just for the sake of consistency. Yeah, we we. I mean, I mean, it would be lying. Let's be honest. Oh, how about Artisan? They're knocking it out of the park. Oh my God, no! They're it's later like, in the list. Damn it! <laughs> I have I have something to say Shut about up. Artisan. <laughs> but uh, let's oh, yeah, uh, let's no, talk was, about let's move on to the best one. OEM. Because we'll get to talk about how I'm right again. That is actually the next category. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it to Wii because they do more OEM stuff. So I'm just by volume. I feel like they're the best, but I'm going to agree with other people when they say a different company. Oh, I they just, say different company as you look at who everybody else said. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to steal your thunder. So, I mean, I picked Riyadh. Yeah, I think that also makes sense. You know, between Brian's knives, the Leong Ma stuff, everything's freaking perfect. Yep, they just don't make as many as we, and I think it's impressive the sort of scale that we can make these knives at, and at the quality that they're making them. But I take that back because I don't think any OEMs, I don't think anyone's ordered a big run of OEM knives. So maybe we don't know that for sure. Yeah, so there's another whole category of of shit. Jake, <laughs> you picked Best Tech. Yeah, I want to explain Bestech that one par- partially just because. Uh... You know, it would it would be boring for every one of us to say Riot because we're hoping the project turns out well. Uh, but uh. I, I mean, it, all right. So it's a little specific, but just going through the couple of best techs that I've uh, seen, uh, counted their rings and seen their innards, uh, I was very impressed by the tolerances and the build quality on the Black Star. Uh, and whatever Beth, whatever other best techs I've. That was I've, particularly serial uh, killer of you, by the way. Yeah, don't explore the insides of anything. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like you just wanted them for the skins. <laughs> of course the skins are. Yeah. What is going on? You forgot Who's about the it? smell, you bitch. You forgot about the smell, you bitch. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, just so, so as not to repeat Riot, I picked Best Tech, but also I really think they are uh, a solid yeah. up-and-comer. We'll, we'll in find the OEM out in about category. a week. There's a, something you should know about that Black Star, though. It wasn't made by Best Tech? It wasn't made by Best Tech. Hold on, I have... Get ready for another bomb. Was it made? Prepare, prepare thy bomb noise because Elijah told me that it was best tech. <laughs> I also thought it was best tech, so um, apparently it's we. What? All right, now I'm just confused. Adam, clarify yourself. <clears throat> yeah, Black Star is we. Oh, uh, we. He did. He's got two knives with Best Tech right now. The one that they just put out that's the little neck the, knife. The yeah. wee little guy, yep. And then he has that other one that's in uh, process right now. How did we all uh, get it in our minds that it was made by Best Tech? He put his OEM order in for the Black Star at the same time I did the Primordial with Wii. So we were tracking each other's progress. Well, we goofed that one. Good thing we picked Riot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian, you also picked Riot. Well... He was drinking when when we talked about it at uh, the New York show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that one up to uh, what were we drinking? Not tequila, but uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, mezcal, mezcal, yeah. Oh yeah, the mezcal. It was the worm that made him lie. The lie worm, the, the worm of untruth. Move on, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian. I answered you already. What the fuck you want me to say? Yes, Riot, Riot, Riot. Riot, Riot, Riot. Adam Riyadh. could go Kevin John. Yeah. Which is basically, so that's the same as Riyadh, though, right? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, let's go. All we'll right. go Riyadh. Yeah. All right, we're moving on. We're going right. Worst, right knives want it. Worst detent. Uh, this one was pretty unanimous. This is a good uh, one. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Tell us what your uh, what worst detent was. It was it was a knife I bought and continue to own because I do a, there's a lot of cognitive dissonance going on here, but it's the Giant Mouse GM5. Fuck That's it. surprising. That's surprising. It's very surprising, Dave, because my choice was also Dave's giant mouse GM5. Mm-hmm. I mean, my it choice, didn't, it didn't my have choice a is Dave himself. I don't even know what that means. Dave's detent is we. I'm just coming off the hinges over here. Apparently, I you're don't just, know. You're the di- you're the detent dickhole. Dave's detent dickhole. Uh, fun, fun fact: There was apparently a star basketball player at Rhode Island State College. In the forties, whose name was Dick Hole. <laughs> wow! Yep. Thank you. Yep. So, fun. Thank fact. you. I feel Did flat. He collect knives? Uh, probably not. He was too busy being named Dick Hole. Then it doesn't matter. I like Brian's here because Brian's is actually pretty right. Brian, go ahead and tell us. Um. Well, I didn't really notice any bad detents out there, but I do recall Dave saying that he couldn't fire the R.J. Martin, one of R.J. Martin's knives. So, um, that's who I picked. <laughs> but but every knife I've ever held of his was perfect. So I so is that is that best detent or worst detent? That was the worst. I I thought it, it was, was the really worst strong because it was too strong. Now talk right. about he, he said he couldn't even. Uh... Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. Okay, insane. that deserves an Inception noise. <laughs> does it? But the question is, does Dave have problem with the like child caps on medicine? 
No, I, I, okay, here's the thing. Jake has been on my ass for many episodes about how I like D10s are too strong. So, what does that say when I can't open RJ Martin? D10 from hell, too. Yeah, I've heard that one's really bad. Like, if you put any pressure on the lock bar, it's just, like, welded shut. You mean really good. Yeah, you'd love it. (laughs) I don't don't even know what I like anymore. Fuck it. All right, well, your giant mouse had a really bad It did. Let's just agree that the giant mouse is a piece of shit and move on. Okay. Uh, Dave, I was I was going to get you a detent increasing uh, toolkit for Christmas, Yo, but you I really decided... trust me to be using carbide bits to drill shit out. No, I is, no, I just I, I got you a MIG a I got you a MIG welder instead. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I so remember where we're, worst D10. Okay, I think we settled that one. The giant mouse is a piece of shit. Um, I have been unimpressed by both of the knives I've had from them. I don't know why I keep so doing this. On that, tape. on that, in that whirlwind of positivity, we move on to the most disappointing knife. <laughs> yes. And I don't even know if I can answer this question. This is mine. Will be my mini. T- no, it's not my mini typhoon. <laughs> I love that thing. You um, motherfucker. No, it's a great knife. Uh, I have two. Well, I have, I'm not Jake, so I have one. Um, I'm going to go with the, this. Isn't It's not a bad knife. I just really wanted it for a long time. Then when I got it, I was like, oh, and sold it the next day. It was the Defiant 7 Servo. I can't even. I don't even I, know what that looks like. Yeah, I don't even. It I, was I read that, but I did. Les George's mid-tech company that didn't, I don't think, really exists anymore. He hand-ground the blades. Um, it's a flipper. Had a really cool hollow ground blade from Les George himself. Just really wanted it, got it in person, which is like, mm, nope. And sold it immediately. And I've been looking for one for years. So that was a pretty big disappointment. But I have a I have an honorary mention. I'll let you guys go first. Um, mine was kind of tough. There were some knives that I handled that were bad enough to where I don't want to give them any more publicity. <laughs> uh, so Oh yeah. Okay. What yeah. what I'll pick is something that I expected a lot more out of, but isn't necessarily a bad knife. Does that make sense? That's well, and it's the same thing with mine. But it wasn't okay. a bad knife, I just... Oh. All right, so the Wii Knives 815B, also known as the Double Helix, which I think is a silly name. I am uh, curious about how you came to this. Okay, so did you guys handle that knife at all? No, but I assume it's just an axis lock with no, but- with no thumb stud to open it. It has, it's a... An axis lock styled knife with a peculiar design that has very thick handles just because of the very nature of the mechanism. Although other knives like the, um, you know, the Orbit, the Hawk, the Hawk locked or, uh, and Serge uh, Orbit actually, you know, produce to a nice extent. The Helix, the double Helix is way too thick. And you can't really open and close it with very much a lot of pleasure. It just doesn't work that well. Yeah, grabbing I don't know why I'm going all fun. English all of a sudden, but you know what I mean. It just it just it wasn't satisfying. And we handled the prototype at at Blade Show, and I feel like the lock worked a little better there. I don't know. Who really wants to gravity flick a knife every time you open it? Like, yeah, that's you not literally hard. have to open it by flinging it back and forth. Unless you're Rick Hinder in 2008, that's not appealing to like literally right. anyone. Didn't do it for me, Jake. You had a good one here, because that yeah. I mean, it shit. didn't come out in it didn't come out in 2018. But you did receive. But well, the I Defiant received Seven it. didn't either. Okay, good. 
the uh, Aegis Hoplite that I received from a listener slash customer that I still haven't finished fixing that had absolutely no detent and no lock. But it was supposed to have both. Good thing whoever made it might be getting out of the OEM business. That was bad. Yeah. That was a real bad. It's a real bad knife. What, what's your did you get to feel that one, Dave? I forget. I did not. All right. It, it was live pretty on terrible. It was, and honestly, if I'm, that was probably the worst knife I handled all year. Yeah, it sounds like it. Like I the worst. I don't know what ha- I don't know what Miller did there. Not most disappointing, but overall worst knife I've handled all year. Yeah, that sounds about right. Don't don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really really bad. <laughs> Adam, did you have one? I see you have uh, opted out of this category. <clears throat> um, no. <laughs> Very diplomatic. Uh, let's, let's keep that diplomacy going with the next uh, category. Then. <laughs> a unanimous decision here. Yes. Except for apparently Jake, who's probably going to have some ridiculous dark horse candidate. Anyway, designer of the year. This one just seems obvious. Can we all Elijah say it at the Isham. same time? Yeah. Sure. I just said it, but you know, whatever. Elijah Aisha. Elijah Aisha. Elijah Aisha. Elijah Aisha. Elijah He's everywhere. Isham. And he's yeah, it's doing cool stuff. Elijah Aisha. <laughs> I don't even know if we need to expand on this one. Just listen to the episode we did with him. Like, he's everywhere. His stuff is super cool. It's unlike anyone else's. Yeah, I would pick myself, but yet I use Elijah to help me do half of it. So what difference does it make? <laughs> Good point. He has such a great eye for just design. I mean, whether it's appealing to you or not, you can't take away. He's pushing the limits know. of it, yeah. He's pushing it a little bit. Yeah, and he's using companies that are willing to push the limits of manufacturing too, which is pretty interesting and cool, I guess. Brian, you also picked Elijah. I did. You you, you did. I did. Wanna, that was, that wasn't a question. That wasn't <laughs> a question. Do you want to elaborate on your <laughs> <laughs> It sounded like sure it sounded uh, like one. No, the same thing that we all say. You know, it's like you said, he's everywhere. He does really cool shit. I mean, he, he's already said it. I'm got a cool to mustache. Of, does have a mustache. Spends money like no one I've ever seen before. He's a happening guy. Yeah. He's so cool. I, uh, I I struggle to think of a who who would even be the honorable mention here? Ham cheese design? I don't know. Uh, I would say he dropped mention. off the face of the earth. Honorable mention goes to Jared von Otterloo. Otterloo. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah, he does good stuff. Because it was really a toss up between the two of them for me. Uh, I mm, I want to say Tashi in there too. Yeah, but like Tashi's always the perpetual candidate for best designer. That'd be like saying Sinkovich. Yes, that also would be. Like it goes without saying. And Elijah, makes his Elijah wins. Yeah, Elijah doesn't make his knives. So there we go. Purely a designer in this. Alright, well the next category is actually very interesting because um, there's a lot of potential choices. Yes. Uh, uh, this is the award for best value. It doesn't have to be a budget knife, but it has to be the overall best value for money whether that is a lot of money or a little bit of money how much value do you feel you got out of that knife? yeah and i didn't personally buy oh no i did buy one of these i have to go with them all of the Mastrop knives that were made by we i still can't decide if Mastrop had an incredible year or a terrible year because there were as many good things happened there were like little things that really upset people so 
I don't know, but anyway, I would argue that it was a good year because all of the little things that did happen were, were so minute. Yes, that's true. That they wouldn't be problems for anything else that wasn't so successful. true. If it wasn't Mass Drop, they probably would have had an absolutely amazing year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those things are, like they're all around a hundred dollars, and they're just. Uh, they're just so good. I mean, it's because we yeah, even the good stuff that's just under two hundred is is very nice. If they hadn't slightly changed that Terzola mass drop thing and screwed everything up for all of time, seriously, screeching. Yeah, it's screeching. It's, I yeah, and I just our got mass the, drop. What, what's ironic is um, one of uh, my mass drop Terzola actually has some some lock slip. Oh. I mean, so, you know, I mean, when you make that many of them, you're bound to have something that's going to. Have a I will say that the the Gavco Thresher that I got now that we've had the you know Proto on hand for a while, and I have the full production version. I will say they did make they failed to make some changes. I think they should have made, and then they made some changes that I don't necessarily understand. They like lighten the detent up quite a bit on it, and they didn't round off the corners at all on the pelagic handle style. So I'm actually. Surprisingly, a little disappointed with that one, only because I had such super duper high expectations for it. Well, I zeroed my my choice in, and it's still a mass drop knife, but it goes to the mass drop gent. I think uh, specifically the carbon fiber and wood scaled ones, I think, are mm-hmm. incredibly nice knives for the value. They're inoffensive. You know, they can get they get a, they're a great. Um, starter knife for a lot of people Absolutely. who are getting into higher end folders and what they're under a hundred bucks or i think these may be just over yeah and they got rid of the uh kind of obje- objectionable satin finish yeah like the uh the wood and carbon fiber ones come with the tumble blasted finish which is super nice i, I think the bash job gen was a solid choice it's very hard to argue with that except for if we ever got to the bottom of why the s35 vn was tarnishing but we didn't really get an answer because I got overblown by Elliot's I, response. I, my thing is, I don't think the S35VN was tarnishing. I think it was burns in the horrible satin grind. That actually no one has brought up and it seems, seems likely. Like, because there is, there is discoloration with a lot of the wee knives with the satin grinds. And I talk about this. I don't think it's corrosion per se. I think it's actual burns. Can we talk about this arguing that's going on in the Google Doc right now between Brian and Shane? I'll back. I just want to back Levon up for, at like as far as the technical side of what he just said. It is possible because if they're coming at that thing with like a really dull, you know, non Scotch Bright but kind of Scotch Bright type thing to do that finish, it, yeah. I mean, they could be just leaving spots that are full of junk and prone to discoloration i could see that love on you're smart good job you did a smart that was a better response than saying no offense but i'm smarter than you no you nailed you nailed that response that was, that was, is that how that came off no is that no, how yeah, it always comes just a little bit Elliot, just so. a little yeah oh that's what oh, yeah. oh yeah 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 okay yeah that was a oh, that might have been the biggest blunder of 2018 truthfully we didn't have Listen, a category you may have eyes but i'm smarter than you <laughs> Jake, I like your picks. I, I quite like these quite a bit. Uh, best value. How can you talk about value without bringing up the trash panda line from Aaron Frederick? Yeah. Uh, customs that are literally intended to be beaten up 
and f finished in such a way that they won't look as beaten up as quickly as a custom usually would. <clears throat> uh, and a very uh, appropriate... <laughs> I'm just seeing now someone someone changed the name of it uh, on the on the Google Doc, but uh, honorable mention for the uh, Kershaw bare knuckle. I am excited for that one to come out as a sprint run. <laughs> I saw fuck knuckle. I thought that was a really sorry good the Kershaw name. fuck knuckle. Yes, and fuck I think knuckle my wife is very funny. I think my wife is coming down to give her <laughs> to no. give her vote on. Uh, <laughs> come on, the we're Kershaw doing best knuckle. We've, we haven't had a, any wives as guests on the episode yet, so. Told you. Come on. Oh, my God. Now Roman's here. My dog is here now. All right. This is the when we. The soundproof chamber has been breached. <laughs> the soundproof chamber breach. has been breached. There's a breach. Um, you don't have, like, a, a siren effect? I... <laughs> Guys. <laughs> wow. If someone just did that with their own voice, that was perfect. flashing. <laughs> Dude, uh, season three, I'm going to have the uh, the full sound effects on deck. This basically is just going to be a Gallagher show. I'm dying. <laughs> that was a great siren, whoever did that. Thank you. Very impressive. It sounded like All a right. siren that was that was just coming out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong with that. Yeah. Hold on, Katie's here. <laughs> Worst knife maker of the year, Brian Nadell. Oh, what the hell did I do to deserve that? <laughs> you didn't wear the knife nut shirt at the knife shop. I didn't wear the knife nut shirt either. I, and you suck too, but you're not a knife maker. There we go. Worst podcast Damn, member. I, Damn, that was easy. I <laughs> wear that shirt all the time. You're it's actually worn. You don't wear the band shirt to the concert. He wears it in his garage. And yeah, that's true. You don't want to be gone. that guy. Yeah, you don't want to be a poser and wear the band shirt to the concert. I'm not going to wear my own shit to the... Knife show? It's a it's a parallel. What you do wear to the band show is like an obscure mm -hmm. linked band yeah. t-shirt to the band that's playing. Yeah, it's a classic dick measuring contest for whoever has the most obscure band shirt. Wait, what the fuck? Who be stropping right now or something? I'm sorry, that was me. <laughs> that was so, I'm, so I'm so devastated by this shit. I'm like, <laughs> you gotta get to work. I gotta go fall down next something. <laughs> Did you fall down in front of your CNC again? No, please. That's the last thing I need. Brian's lo loading up the Heckler and Coke right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's just I'm coming she, for I, you. She, she picks on you because secretly she has a, a crush on your crush. pocket pecker, Brian. My, my big pocket pecker? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting serious. Jake, it's time to go to the bunker. Oh no! I don't. I don't have a firearm within arm's reach. What? That's uh, not good. <laughs> All right. So Brian will be back in a couple hours. I'll have one last uh, podcast. Over. Or he, or he won't. One of the two. No, he won't. No, he's just gonna go. He's gonna go dig out on like the the, <laughs> the mail lady neighborhood dog or something. The mail lady. <laughs> Yikes! It's not a mail lady anymore. It's a guy now. Well, I, know. I, I think we may have committed a federal crime by saying that. So let's uh, definitely transition yeah. to Adam's choice. Yeah, Adam. What's your choice? Adam has been silent probably because he doesn't need these kind of problems in his life. I'm so confused about where we are right now. Which, which I started reading. Best value. Then there was a then there was a female talking. I don't even know what happened. The. Uh, 
That really threw me off too because if you're reading on a deck, that is the well, first woman's voice that's ever appeared on this podcast. Stella's was the first. When somebody sends you a message and you're reading it, and then all of a sudden, uh, someone's lovely wife is speaking in the background. It it kind of brings you back. Best value, I said uh, the fixed blades that I ordered from Slovakia from Jan from Yugoslavia. Nope, Slovakia. Yeah, you won on that one. That is the Yugoslavia correct answer. is not even a country. Yes, correct. Don't try and tell uh, me that. <laughs> Jan Hafenek, Hafenek, whatever. Uh, fantastic guy. And if he was selling his products in the U.S., they'd probably be about twice the price. Unfortunately, enough people have been turned on to him now that if you don't get in to his ordering soon, you probably won't get one. But yeah. no, he mur- uh, we're going to remove all of this. His entire uh, answer to that question from from this because I still haven't gotten on his list. You don't want to blow a spot when I say when I say get on his list. I email him, and two weeks later, there's a knife coming. Yeah, that, and then a week later, it's here. That's legit. That is a worthwhile thing to do right now. If you like knives, he's smoking at all. His knives are fucking amazing. Yeah, they really. Are. And the, his Hamon may be the me- the best in the game right now. I mean, what he did with those skulls and the that one he auctioned, whether you like it or not, the fact that he pulled it off was incredible. It's his knees. They're pretty amazing. Uh, but I, I mean, I saw the pictures that you were posting on Instagram, and it <laughs> compared compared to seeing it in person, the pictures did nothing for me. Uh, you really just have to see that thing or see his work. It's amazing. It is. I mean, I immediately cut my finger to the bone as soon as I purchased it. That's oh, how much I liked it. That swedge is very deceptive. Oh, the sharpened swedge. That got everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I was like, well, I went outside. And I chopped a limb off my tree because you have to. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's basically a 1095 uh, blade. So I said, let's put some oil on it. Threw a shirt across the top of it and just ran my finger right down the switch. I mean, classic, right over that edge, Yee. and immediately I was like, "Oh, I have made a horrible error." <laughs> and but it was a very clean cut, nice and sharp. You having that same when reaction when your swedge oil, his swedge will pop hair. So, uh, Jesus. if you don't need that, you might want to ask him for the you know zero ground or. Maybe not quite zero ground switch. Yeah, I would definitely get a sharpened switch. Why the hell not? It's it's super cool. Just remember it's there. It's hard to remember it's there. That's part of the problem. Yeah, you don't think about I might, it. I might need to get me one of these. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like the Nemesis. Moving on to the... Uh, the is this your favorite? Category? It kind of is, only because our answers are... We're very unanimous on this one. Yeah. We're just a uh, voting block here. So the worst value in the knife industry. Worst value. Everything coming out of Italy. Literally everything. <laughs> like it's not to say they're not they're incapable of producing a good knife because they're capable of producing a nice knife. They're certainly not capable of producing one that's good value for money. Yes. Well, how about that uh, CRKT Ken Onion one that's $425 and doesn't have a lock bar insert? Mm-hmm. And has eight thousand screws holding the insert, oh the uh, inlay in place. It's it's uh, it's truly something to behold. Th- those Makita knives, the one that's supposed to like save Italy's economy, 
finally dropped, and it's $140 for a slope joint. Fail. I just don't get it. And I honest to God, I've never handled an Italian knife that didn't need some sort of work. I just, I have, st- I have actually stopped buying them, which is amazing because I continue to buy things that aren't good. You really do. So do I, somehow. Yeah. So <laughs> that, mm. that Fox one also, let's not talk too much about it, but man, that one was objectionable <laughs> in price. Ooh, a pelican or whatever. Um, Jake, I saw you just sneakily add something to this, even though we were <laughs> unanimous on saying everything from it. It's a sort of tangential, but we'll give it to you. Go ahead, Dave. I mean, okay. Jake. Worst value. And I'm not talking worst knives or worst product, just worst value. What you pay versus what you get goes to European table prices. <sighs> we're just doubling down on this. <laughs> I know, I, and I was still thinking about it. Gluttons for punishment. Yeah, and I, I really felt bad because I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I know those guys are just. Dude, when the snailers can... come after you with four snailers on each, I mean, on each hand, and they put the beats on you, I'm not going to be there. I have nothing to do. A purpose blades does not agree with any of this. Yes, uh, and it's just a matter of not, not being there to see the, you know, their rise to stardom and and that's all it is just let me know what it's like to be punched in the face of a metal snail because i don't want to know <laughs> i'm not about that i suppose that. we could just throw shiragorov into this yes that's a good one to throw under the bus because people are usually okay with that yeah hey did we yeah. do best new maker yeah not, no we not yet get to that yet that's coming up don't worry <laughs> you didn't okay. miss i just saw a video what are you gonna pick shiragorov no i changed my mind best new maker no, I pick, shiragorov <laughs> i picked brian as the best new maker but <laughs> But we're down. But actually, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm kick, kick him off of this podcast, will you? Here, I'll just hang out. I think Loveless might be the best new maker. Brian, we need one for best non knife maker who actually makes knives somehow. Oh, God. You just heard him loading up Agent K. What you're really just asking for now. <laughs> he's on his no. way. That's why he's quiet. All right. Okay. So, we in the in the meantime, here's a. In the meme time, here's the award for best knife meme. Okay, I'll, I'll allow it. Solid pun. I wanted to delete this one only because I couldn't come up with an answer. So pass. I didn't, the only, I didn't uh, have an oh, Adam did too. I thought the only one that I really enjoyed was Levon's D2 Christmas tree. That one was very funny. We are fucking idiots. How did we forget about the Heater Nation one? The Heater Nation oh, is clearly yeah. the winner. The Heater Nation one is 100% the winner. Yeah, 100%. That was good. The Heater Nation guy had, went, just became a legend in the knife community overnight. I feel like he's going to transcend genres. That shit is just incredible. Take yours. Are we yapping right now? I think we We're might yapping be. At I, no, actually, let's make it yapping. very clear. You are yapping at some people from Denmark before. I was not. We are, we are definitely yapping at Heater Nation. Um, so, Dave, you get this is your favorite award. So go for it. The next one is Wingding. You bit my swag here. All right. So uh, Wingding of the Week has not been a very consistent segment in this podcast. But I do want to give Wingding of the Year this year. And it's actually not going to go to one individual because I didn't think anyone pulled enough scams or anything this year to really get it. But I did want to say this was the year where the comments section finally turned like it jumped the shark into terrible. And now everybody is... Yeah, so everybody's super negative and cynical about everything now. It's crazy. Like, it, 
I feel like it's a tangible difference in the past. Now that we're at peak saturation, there's tons of people. With with best examples being Mass Drop's comment section, mm-hmm. and for me personally, Nick Shabazz's comment section. Oh, yeah. Yep. We oh talked about God. it. Both that, on- like, it just gives people license to talk it's nonsense. It's the worst. It's insane. Like, you, you can't please... I would say, you know, you can't please everyone. You can't even please, like, 10% of people anymore in the knife community. But the funny thing is, none of these people would ever talk to someone's face the way they will they on the internet. never do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, if you ran into them at Blade Show, they'd be like, oh, hey, buddy, love your stuff. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, brother. It's okay. Is the words, hey, brother. It seriously is. See, that's not fair. That's not fair because I'm in the fire department and everyone calls everyone brother. So, (laughs) well, I mean, yeah. Well, these are knife awards, all right. (laughs) Yeah, this is the firefighter awards. Fire awards. That's cool. Rick Hinderer. Have you uncovered any house fire finish? Any (laughs) finish players? Blades. They don't. uh, They don't survive. Hey, what happened to Smoke Eater Nine Hundred Eight? Whatever happened to that guy? He was making nucks. Cool guy. I used to talk to him. Did he scam people out of some nucks? Oh, he was a. He lives in North Georgia. Yeah, I was gonna he say, isn't a, he in Georgia as well? And also a firefighter. He's like a volunteer fireman, or a, I talked to him a few times. He was a big, he was a big YouTuber back in the day. Dead. Mm-hmm. I think he just burned out on it, like everybody else does. Solid pun. Burned. Burned. <laughs> firefighter. He bought all those sweet uh, hinderers when they were four hundred twenty-five dollars. If you were a firefighter, so. I uh, know they limited you to two. <laughs> Right. Best new maker. Every- oh wait, no, we're no, not. Best collaboration, which I've been informed that my answer doesn't count. <laughs> your answer doesn't count. Yeah, yes, your answer is not a collaboration. I- yeah, I guess I don't know. I'm just gonna go ahead and say Brian because we need to highlight. I didn't think we were gonna give him any of the awards before. I think the Evo Typhoon is, I mean, is they, great. It was a collaboration in that they had to collaborate a little bit to get it to work and get it to happen. If I have to throw the lateral right now, I'm going to say Emerson and ZT because we finally, you know, get Emerson designs that are made well. I think you meant to say throw the audible. No, like I don't, I don't, don't try and put me on the spot with football terms here, man. <laughs> so, but you could definitely lateral it, Go. right? You throw it sideways. <laughs> <laughs> audibles before the play happens don't not try okay, to make okay. me the person that has to talk about sports here all right i got you they'll fail miserably you. you're good you could move on uh he's jake, in the scrum jake, jake yours are terrible as well so oh wait no it isn't one of them is good <laughs> but yeah best collaboration one of them is the elijah game. and the knife industry uh <laughs> that was kind of a, that was kind of a jokey one because it doesn't quite work but uh adam purvis ap blades adam purvis Blade work, <laughs> work. Uh, and the knife nuts. That's the winner. Oh. Yay! Oh, That's way the to plug them. Of the year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Adam I was going to say Black Snow and Spider Co. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, that's a good one. That could be a but good we, one, but. <coughs> although we haven't handled the knife here. yet, it could be terrible. It could be. Yeah, uh, the clones are out. Terrible. Yeah, we should get a clone. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Close your browser windows that start with AliExpress and DHgate, and get yeah. back get back into this. I, I come back I here like with to keep us. Tabs on the man. Mm. Uh, yes, Adam Purvis and Knife Nuts, best collaboration of. Does that mean this episode falls into that collaboration? Yeah, sure. Yeah. whatever. 
I picked uh, JVO and Bag Knives, so Jared Von Otterloo Adder- and uh, Bag Knives, the production company. Well, Bag Knives out in California. Yeah, he had two very nice knives. I just so think a, that the, a fair the choice. design works well together for both of them. It is a very fair choice. I'm trying to think of like other elaborations. I really mm-hmm. any honorable mentions? Custom. There's probably great ones in the custom world that I'm just completely unaware of. Not I guess you could my mind. Uh, shout out the the Russian Hokkaido here. Oh shit, that is a pretty cool collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. How, how about the uh, folding karambit with millet? Oh, no what's ever seen or handled those? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they blew that that. Uh, if you go look at the Kickstarter, they raised like ten times. Yeah, it was like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and they wanted to raise like twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. So the clones of those. I mean, were also we would out. be remiss not to mention it. However. That knife has yet to be released. Yeah, the, the Caswell full, uh, transforming karambit or whatever it is. There's also a CRKT version coming out, which is probably yeah, why there's already a clone. And, and there's also clones of it on, on AliExpress. For $13. Correct. Blame CRKT for that. Actually, that's probably something else. Or so. You can't blame K- CRKT for that. Yeah, at least not until the middle of February. You can try and see us if you want that. <laughs> All right, this one is the next one is what people are excited about that I did not have an answer. Let someone else take it away. All right, so we're going to talk about the best new maker, which seems like the only obvious award that we should be giving out on this podcast. Um, this was actually pretty tough for me, uh, but because there were actually a lot of newer makers. And when we say new maker, we don't mean it's their first year in knife making. I think if they've had their breakthrough year in 2018. So I will call that the way I chose. Uh, my answer for this. I gave it to Ian Pekarski uh, for CMF. I think I said his last name right. For CMF, is it Bladeworks? Metalworks, Metalworks or something? Metalworks. Metalworks. It is Metalworks. Um, I just think he's a great up-and-comer. He's been trained by, you know, uh, spent a lot of time with Jeff, uh, Tough Thumbs. So we know he's been learning some really cool stuff. And his designs are unique. So I give that to him. And I think, uh, and after spending some time with him the other day too, he's also a really good, good guy. So, I picked the same as you, Levon. Um, he's like you said, he's up and coming. He got some really unique designs. He already found like his own style, and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. And uh, I think it's uh, he's going to be one to watch for a while. I agree. Clearly, um, I picked uh, Luma Blades, Jason. Um, particularly on the work that he's done since Salmonaro took him under his beautiful wing um, to teach him the, the ways of Salmonaroing a, a knife. Um, the one that he sent us, I don't remember the model name, but he sent for Levon and I to, uh, you know, give it a, give it a feel, give it a rub down. Um, and I was extremely impressed. Um, and especially, you know, the year before, technically, I think 17 was his first year making knives and he was relying heavily on, uh, his CNC process and then kind of took a step back and started doing some more things by hand and they actually improved, I think the product. So, uh, I'm yeah, getting it's, it to, it's interesting for a maker to, to pivot towards uh, handmade stuff after working mm-hmm. with CNC. I think he just got really lucky with, uh, talking Sal into, you know, spending some time with him, so. Um, yeah, it shows. I, I, and, J- and Jason's choice. a super, super nice guy. Very sweet uh, former man, for sure. Former police officer, and uh, and I think he's a credit to the 
Mm. He's one of the brothers. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can call their brother. Eat your vitamins. Well, I would like to also say that Ian is a fantastic guy, but my best new maker is Aaron Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of a running joke. No one's heard of him. Aaron's, Aaron Frederick's been a new maker for the past 35 years. Yeah, every, Blade, <laughs> Blade Show. Every 25 Blade Show he checks in for, they're like, you're new here, right? Rookie of the yeah. century. <laughs> we put you in the other room because this is your first year. <laughs> Motherfucker, I've been coming to this show since before you were born. Um, oh, poor Aaron. We love you, Aaron. Happy New Year. <laughs> I'm gonna go He's with- also awesome. Tim Galleon re-entering the knife community, so I'm going to call him Best New Maker. Because he has somehow, I don't know if he's gotten out of his Kershaw contract, but he seems to be making customs again, so Tim Galleon. They seem quite nice. I because he didn't respond to our DM. I think Tim Galleon's got better things to do than be on this podcast. He's in the big leagues. (laughs) Finish my drink. Okay. Um, well, the next category, no one answered but me, so I guess we skip it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the next... I, I don't want to talk about that. I don't either. That wasn't a good one. We'll skip Jake's as well. Uh, most promising new production company, which there seems to be a lot of these popping up, so it's actually somewhat contentious. And though I haven't handled their knives, I'm going to go with artisan cutlery here. So super... you haven't handled their knives? I, they seem promising. I have a couple of them, and they're nice. I will, I will give that to you. But you know what kept me from choosing them is their entire 2019 lineup. Yes, they all oh, look yeah. like abortion. Yeah, they are terrible at designing their own. Horrible knives. I mean, there's one by uh, one Pinkerton design in there that looks decent, but the rest of them look. Can I retract my answer? I I just realized how terrible they are. It's, it's too late. Hor- it's a horror show. Mm-hmm. Going through their their shit. Never mind. I have I have unforgiven them for the swastika logo. They they look like gun show knives. Yeah, I don't the new ones. Well, but that one that Levon, that one that yeah, you have in the jam is still the one looks that's more so nice. Yeah, the one that's more traditionally designed and also called the tradition. But they didn't make the HIV knife. <laughs> what? Levon knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So they have a knife that was going to be called the HIV. Yeah, they probably did. Don't even... You know what? I don't even... No, no. No, let me... Hold on. I'll send you a picture. They have some really ugly knives. You know what? Fuck it. Yes. Audible. Best Tech. Yeah, so that's who I chose. I chose Best Tech. I think they are truly up and coming. I think all the knives that I've ever handled by them have been nothing short of of excellent. Um, And I'm really excited about the progeny that's coming out, which is also produced by Best Tech. So it was a pretty easy choice for me. Oh, God. I'm looking through Blade HQ's posts for the artisan knives. What was I thinking? Yeah, I, don't, I was shit. really, the, I the was really surprised. That, the Cobra? This shit looks terrible. The Cobra? Yeah, dude. Like, I don't know what you're smoking. Brian, have you seen these knives? This shit was designed in MS Paint. It's all awesome. No, I haven't. Go look, at, go look up artisan cutlery. Just oh, these are fucking artisan cutlery. Off. Hold on. I'll just share it. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, share it. So, Dave. Well, while you do that, my pick was Carson... Carson Tech, which is now Real Steel, and uh, I think we Allegedly. have plenty of good things to look forward to. Oh my god. Such what as needle god. bearings. Yes. Oh my god. So bad. Okay. <laughs> this... 
I'm editing out me ever even saying that artisan coffee. No, right? you ha- no, no, you don't. I, I never actually edit these things out. Jesus Christ, we're 31 episodes in. Have you not figured that out? That's true. He doesn't edit anything that he says he's going to edit ever. Yeah, unless it's a joke that the edits don't actually happen. Yeah. Uh, oh, or actually, so that means <laughs> we can move on to most disappointing production company. Wait, I want, I want, I want. Oh my God, that looks like see. someone rebladed uh, a hinder. Yeah, it's so bad. It's a rebladed hinder. It's, it's in the hangout chat. Why is the why is the blade to handle ratio so? Oh, there we go. Why does oh. it look like the new mini Dauntless? But that's not even the worst one. No, I mean that was like the second worst one. But that looks a lot like the new Hinder produced mini Dauntless. I hate to say it. What, what is go that? A clam Insta- clam shucker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Let me uh, send this to the group. It's cool. Oh, these are so bad. God damn. This reminds me of when Kaiser first started and they came out with a knife with the flames on it. Brian, here, go through um, go on Instagram and look at look at these knives. The, the Cobra is pretty bad. Oh, God. The, the, yeah, it is turns it out the Tradition is the only good-looking one. Yeah, and the Pinkerton one at the end of this is, is also okay. Yeah, they're not very nice. No, no. And and there's some that are even worse. Are they made Brian, well? Though? Stay in the stay in the uh, in the DM for a second. I was under the impression they were made pretty well. Yes, they they're good. They're good. Yeah. I wanted to like that uh, dagger too because I'm kind of a, on like a dagger <laughs> kick right now. It's like and, they're trying uh, to do funny looking Wii stuff to copy Elijah's style, and it's it's not working out for them. They're going through their phase. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope this is a face. God, these get worse the more DMs you get. Oh my god. But I guarantee there's going to be somebody that goes, man, that fucking thing is awesome. And they're, you know, so there's going to be a lot of those people out there. They look like most of Tucson's really bad knives. And they would be Mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah. Tucson usually has about one good design out of every ten knives. I believe the word is Chinesey. they super Chinesey. My design. Do you, do you have a two? design? Yes. All right. Where are we going now? Most dis- back to the negative categories. Okay, what's the next category? Most disappointing production company. Oh, really? 2018. <laughs> I we- no, I feel like we need to do this one because we need to take some time out to talk about how Richard Wu has betrayed us. Okay, yeah. It's because- we gave him so much positive press this year and he before blew we it. before we even go yeah that's really the the crux of this entire category but let's just put out D- Jake already put ZT so we're not going to talk any more about that so we're just gonna, everybody else thinks it's right knives yes right everybody else. what the fuck was the M1 they were a shining bright star in the sky in January no nothing has fallen quite as hard it, it's like the motherfucker took a geometry class and was like oh no I need to start applying all of these shapes I just learned into my knives there's all sorts of rhombuses cut out of the blades now. Parallelograms, it's awful. The M1 is truly one of the worst knives I've ever seen. He mine's in the woods. <laughs> it's where it belongs. Throw in a creek. He right, mine is literally in a creek. <laughs> I ground the blade in half and threw it in the woods. How did you get one? I mean, if, if Dave, I creek, just sent you this. There's always a chance you'll win something from the Knife Nuts podcast. <laughs> Dave, I sent you the HIV knife. It literally says HIV. Eight. Oh my it, god. How did I ever notice this? <laughs> Fuck. 
Oh, send it, send it to your group. It's like when Disney used to put like sex in the clouds in like Lion King and shit. This is <laughs> this is China's equivalent of it. I brought this up to we, and they were like, "Oh." <laughs> no, I think they just laughed and were fine with it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they, didn't know, think, they had no idea what you're talking about. Well, it started as a rock pattern. It's a rock pattern that says HIV. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's legendary. And it was, I believe, I can't say this for sure, but I know Jim Skelton noticed it because he said something about it on one of their posts. If I'm wrong, Jim, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. But I was always uh, distracted by how hideous that knife was overall that I was too busy to notice that, that it says HIV. That is a, such a horrible, 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 <laughs> horrible, 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 horrible looking knife. It looks like an artist. Oh, God, it's so bad looking. It's, we, we need to find out what, which we knife it's this is. Every single. Uh, it's the 619. Thank this you. Terrible. From, from 2016. Yeah, I mean, this was from their first year, and... I mean, I love we, but that was not a hit. I feel bad for the poor animal they laid it on to take these. Oh pictures. God, hold on! I have to, f- I have to find something for this. But you see it, right? Oh, like I says, oh, I see it. Okay, mm-hmm. this ain't it, Chief. Yeah, it's not good. It's also just ugly. On top of the HIV part, it's, it's infected. <laughs> it's it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Its immune system is compromised. <laughs> it's- Horrible. Just horrible. We'll include pictures in the description. Yes, this needs to be seen. Alright, where are we at? Um, where are we at? We're uh, at best, best YouTuber. YouTuber. Oh yeah, this is a good one. Um, so, I don't know if we had to pick a new person or just current person who's making videos. Um, but this year I really liked Pete from Cedric and Ada. He did a lot of good seal tests and made some extremely weird videos. They're like really bizarre and out there and David Lynchian. Um, that I appreciated. So I'm gonna go. Ryan I'm gonna had, give it to Pete. Ryan had an answer to this and he deleted it. Uh, it looks like he might be adding he's one back in. I he's know. Typing. But he, he's not gonna add what he had. Oh, 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 no! I remember. Yes. No, I remember now. <laughs> I I remember. So you picked Cedric and Ada. That's I did. Good. Yeah, That's Pete from one. Cedric and Ada. Um, and I followed suit and went with Advanced Knife Bro because I just can't get tired of his. Yeah. Shout out to Mark. We love you, Mark. I was. Oh, hi, Mark. I I was so pr- I was like my happiest moment ever is when he gave me a shout out for sending him that kukri. I am in no, an I didn't advanced knife bro video. Kukri. I mean, I had no. I, I couldn't think of anyone in the world who is more deserving of it or who would appreciate it more. So I sent it to him, and it made it into his newest video. That's nice. We should send him something else. Yeah. So I sent him that and some Narragansett, um, which is shitty beer from Rhode Island. Cute. Go watch his new video on the uh, Himalayan imports kukris. It's great. You can see him dancing. Uh, Jake? Uh, I chose a YouTuber by the name of Jeremy Schmidt, who um, you may have heard of him because he has a lot of followers. Uh, but if you haven't, Jeremy is a, an interesting uh, rural fella who made his own 2x72 and... Uh, He's he's the one who set out to actually improve upon the standard design and and did indeed achieve it. Uh, and then he went on to, to you standard know, standard design of like what? 
two by seventy two. I just said it. Oh, sorry. so that was about a year ago, and the plans are now available because a lot of people have caught on to how superior his design is. It's basically like all half inch thick plate steel and just incredibly overbuilt in in the most beautiful way. And then also the way he's designing, um, just other parts of it. You know, uh, different um, tool rests and uh, the bench that he built to house the um, you know the, the different parts or belts or whatever and uh, he just says this whole building philosophy that's uh, really good it's just a good it place good. to learn really good place to learn how to build some stuff so uh, and think, it's not just not he's not a knife maker what's that you've played him before me before yeah he's not a knife maker per se he's uh, he's just a talented surprisingly young um, fabricator I would say Interesting. Overbuilder of things on the U. Adam. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my answer again. What? So it's change it. Go ahead. Is it gonna You're be up. less epic? Uh. And, well, I I was thinking more of Alex Steele. I like his YouTube uh, channel a lot. He's not a reviewer, but he forges him and Will Stelter, who makes some beautiful yeah. fixed blades. He looks like Chicken Little. But he you know is that very animated, talented. Children's animated sh- movie Chicken Little. Yeah, it's like Mrs. Doubtfire. No, uh, just go on. Uh, just do a Google search for Chicken Little, and then and then that guy's face. I have trouble getting through his videos. That I think the the process and the product are both great, but something about him his Chicken or Little face, the editing or something. Yeah, I I have trouble with that. Yeah, it's. Okay, then we'll just but revert back to Austin. It's his bird-like pick. No, 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 no. Don't change your mind on my accord. My God. I like Austin. I like Advanced Knife Bro because he just makes me laugh. Yep. Um, and and he also provides good information while providing humor. Completely. Uh, but I like Alex Steele just because of where he's come from and what he's accomplished. And he's only 22, 23 years old. Mm-hmm. And he just moved to Montana from Europe. Listen, let me tell you this. I'm less impressed by people that accomplish things at 23 year old, 23 years old. I'm more impressed that people, when people get to our age and say, and actually accomplish something. Spit's <laughs> a hater. I, I feel like it doesn't hurt. It doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Kind of the opposite. Because by uh, the time I'm, you get older, you don't want to get out of the bed. Yeah, motivation is gone. So the older you are, you can still be motivated to do something. Good on you. Honorable mention, Brian. Remember our our uh, Johnny Q90 guy? Are you talking Brian. another fucking language? I don't even know what you're talking about. Johnny <laughs> Q90. What the fuck does that mean? Johnny Five. Johnny Q90 was the guy that that turns <laughs> turns everything into some kind of awesome little. Oh machine. yeah, that guy had some cool shit. Night. I didn't know. I didn't know that was his name. not even about knives. <laughs> but he did some cool shit. But I can't imagine spending you know three months out of your time putting a you know a a, a nitro RC, motor on a, a nitro on a motor in a drill <laughs> or whatever the fuck yeah. it was you know the mini the mini uh, chainsaw was my favorite. All right, Johnny Five. There we go. Number Robot. Johnny Five. All right. Oh, now I want to watch Short Circuit. <laughs> Best dealer exclusive. This was. There's only one 
the knife let's that was see, iterated on fast, most this year. Let's see how fast we can get through this this category. Just River's Edge Cutlery Power 3. I didn't like it, but other people did. I thought it was unique. There we go. Same, same, same. 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 Jake, Jake. you're supposed to go fast here. Oh, I just said the say next Power 3 just because you guys said the River's Edge Power 3. Yeah, so basically this summary here is Power 3 iterations are kind of cool, but I wasn't super excited about this category, actually. Yeah, the River's Edge one just because it has a peanut butter color. Do we see? Do we say the Blade HQ versions of the Primordial because Adam's here? Yeah, absolutely. There we go. All right, that wasn't that fun of a category. Uh, most controversial slash questionable move by a production company. And I want to Od- say that... Oddly specific category dave no because this always happens every year but boker came through in the 11th hour with the fucking dumbest thing they could possibly do and raise map prices by 25 percent. 25 percent in one year they are so fucked i don't i don't i don't know what to say about that can you imagine paying 25 percent more for a boker plus knife no the vox design f3 is now going to be over 200 dollars. just think oh about my that. god yeah let that one settle in. I have a weird theory, though. That they want to put like themselves people, out of business? It's like here's what, here's what I think is going to happen. I think a lot of newcomers are going to see the price and they're going to see the designs that they have and people are going to buy them because they're more competitive in price. with stuff. Not more competitive. They're more in line with prices with uh, Wii knives and things like that. If that really happens, I'm going to be upset. Um, they're going to pull the wool over people's eyes and think, oh, look at this, it's $200, and it's got this amazing design. It's going to be just as good. It's not. It's not going to be as good. Jake, I see you had a candidate in here. I see he was like going back and forth. He just wanted for- to make sure that it was him. You're really hating on ZT this year, man. At first, I have to ask, can you hear all this background noise going on upstairs? Mm-hmm. I would say no. It has not penetrated the soundproof chamber yet, but good. no okay. breaches. A market improvement. That's all I wanted to know. Uh, most controversial move by a production company. ZT, a once favorite American manufacturer, getting steamrolled by Red China. They get steamrolled. I got the knives they here. Got they got steamrolled by we Red can, China. We, we, we can hear it now. They didn't. No, that was me accidentally kicking my oh table. Oh my god! Just so angry. They didn't get steamrolled. <laughs> Did you just get so angry? You kicked the table. That's no. It was mostly I was just moving my leg, but I need to come up with an excuse. That would be amazing. They didn't get steamrolled. They got like right, and but to use a terminology from one of our most outspoken haters, uh, Red China. Hmm. I, I, I will. With this one. I'm gonna give mine to Spiderco and the, their audacity to try and raise the prices on the knives that are already arguably overpriced. Oh yeah, the the increase in map pricing that's probably happening again slash whatever is gonna happen because of the tariffs. Yeah, if that does happen, I'll give them an honorable mention. Uh, also, Both, maybe yeah, I really hope they don't do. Maybe that. I would give this another award for this. To Reich for transitioning into being a company that exclusively makes fucking garbage, though. Trash. Oh, God. So disappointing. Yes. Fallen angel of the knife. Seriously, the, <laughs> the Lucifer of, of knives. Yes. Richard Wu was supposed to restore force. I mean, he was supposed to bring balance to the force, not destroy it. Yes. He's gone full Anakin Skywalker on this shit. It's so true. The kids. Uh, he- most improved brand. Oh, we're getting a little optimistic here. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I'm going with Hinderer. They strengthened their D-Times. They did the triway pivot system, which is actually kind of cool. Give it to Hinder. That's not a bad uh, option. I'm going to go with... Mm. I'm going with Kaiser. I think that they listened to a lot of uh, feedback. And the knives, especially the mo- the ones for 2019, have been pretty good. I know some people had had some issues with the, uh, the Theta, I believe. But... And it was mainly with the the detent on that knife. But I think it's just the nature of how, you know, tuning it so that you can open it with the with a finger flick or with a flipper, personally. I mean, they're s- extremely slowly moving the pivot design to the less bad one, so that's good. Yeah, um, but other than that, I think all the knives have been designed very well, built beautifully. I just got a one of the... Uh, mini sheepdogs and damasteel and i think Ooh, that yeah. has the nicest finished damasteel of any production company i've handled and it's mm-hmm. it's just a very fine knife. nicer than Wee's finish of the damasteel? much nicer than much nicer than Wee's. oh shit much nicer fighting words <laughs> subjective you know. <laughs> haven't handled it i've seen both <laughs> don't need to mm-hmm. <laughs> well we'll have to see how best Tex is as well <clears throat> it's probably gonna be smoky and just I hope not. I think it looks. That's what Kaiser's is like. That's not what Kaiser's. That's what uh, Weeze is like. It's very hazy. I don't think that's accurate. That's it's accurate. I don't. I think I think Jake's going to say most improved would be ZT. No, Jake put (laughs) Microtech, which doesn't make an ounce. Yes, this doesn't make an ounce (laughs) of goddamn sense. You what were you crazy. doing when you came up with these answers? You really have, have you not noticed the, the dip they went through over the last few years? And they seem... Now the, the offerings for 2018 were pretty solid. What? Last couple years, Mike... With the SOCOM Elite. I haven't been interested knife. yet. The SOCOM Elite looks amazing. Yeah. It's a, because it the, looks like a knife from 20 years ago. No, but the SOCOM Elite... Yeah, but that was, an, that was an awesome knife. Yeah, we've all agreed that in the past that that's a good knife. But what else have they done this year? Well, all the... The newer microtechs that I've handled, uh, like two, three years ago, the mm. OTFs that we had, I think, what is it, five out of six Levon uh, were developing some kind of issues. Our Halo from a couple of years ago had to go back under warranty because it just fucking exploded its, uh, inside of itself. And the last year, the ones that I've handled uh, seem to have been markedly improved. Uh, and with Sebastian spending all his time down there, I think it's been a good influence. And uh, they they got my pick for most improved. It's a dark horse candidate there. I disagree. Uh, but uh, got to keep no. it interesting. Sure. I respect your opinion, Jake. Oh. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! No one can see what we're laughing at, but that's Google amazing. Docs has, uh, and then a wild fleshlight in, appears. In under best innovation, no one put a picture of a Sibian. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, oh, okay, yeah, nope. That's I mean, a fleshlight. Yes, I know, I know. That's a flashlight. It is definitely a flashlight. Brian, you how many flashlights do you own? Tell, tell the truth. Seven. With with kids in the house, I can't own it. Dude, have you ever seen one in person? They are gigantic. There is nothing subtle about it's them. like a DX80. Oh, Dude, they do look like a DX80. I need something to make my, my penis feel smaller. 
They're, they're massive. You should try and turn your DX80 into a flashlight. See if there's some sort of conversion. <laughs> burn, burn your dick off. No, it warms it up, dude. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're just skipping that entire category. Which, which one? Oh, yeah. I, best innovation? Jake, like, you can't come in with these 11th hour ca categories that no one else had an answer for. Also, is the Gingrich Delta Lock that interesting? It's just like a triangle. I don't, which I is the strongest I've shape. I haven't seen any action videos of it. I have not either. Yeah, well, so I, it, I put that there in case, in case someone else knew a lot about it, but certainly Snacks uh, has been innovating for a couple of years. It's always something interesting that guy's working on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's fine. That, the next one also, do we, do we really have an answer for this one? Favorite blade steel? Plus heat treatment facility? I never even That implies we use Jake, our knives. And Jake put a uh, an answer for me on a knife that I got two years ago. So that let's move on. That doesn't that doesn't count for this. Alright, now we're getting meta here. Yeah. Best podcast moment of twenty eighteen. Oh, this is good. There are a lot of good ones. I had to go with I will check the episode, but the one where <laughs> Brian talked about putting the BBs in his mouth. And then describe all the symptoms of no, lead poisoning. The lead weights, too? Yeah. And Jake figured out he had lead poisoning. <laughs> yeah. You don't really think I do, do you? <laughs> oh, no, man. It's too late. Once you get it, you can't get it out of your system. We have to find out. Now you have to link every one of these funny th situations in the... Oh, man. I don't even remember what episode that was. I can't even remember that, the last one. That episode. was very funny. That was a great um, The moment I heard uh, Jason Browse say China D2 as a serious answer to something. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That was an important... That was to an distinguish important from, his, the, for the from his regular D2. I gotta say, that was an important moment for us. It's basically what set the podcast off with the China D2 phrase. Yes. So, overall, that probably was our best. I'll also add, um, going on to... Uh, Knife banter with the uh, that was a big one with the Blade HQ guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that was, that was a huge look. Uh, really, yeah. just all the stuff that Levon and I did in the community without Dave. And Dave I'll also add all the, all the things that Dave and I ones. did without Jake. Yes, yeah, so we went on Tim Reeves' podcast. About three people have seen it, so yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> that episode is I available. To it. it is available. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every moment of it. So check that out. Think twice, cut once podcast. I think it's episode five. It was pretty on. funny. I, even I laughed at it when I was listening to it. And I can usually not listen to myself at all <laughs> for obvious reasons. Can I also throw out when Jake saying the podcast last episode and said uh, Salmonero put in the sound of the of the podcast theme? I like that one a lot. No one no, remembers that. That was that was good. Also, Brian's weird sound. I kind of edited it out. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, you really shouldn't have. You should not have edited it. I don't know why you edited that out. Fair. The funny it's thing, not let fair me, to the world. You know what we should do? It's a, not fair to our patrons. Let's do an impromptu quiz about how much we actually remember about this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Impromptu? I thought I was the only one that heard that. Impro I probably... No, I definitely said impromptu. We're Did he sneeze? Impromptu. Bless you. <laughs> All right. Let's see. All right. All right. Dave, what's your prompt? What's your pomp in, in Pompey do? Uh, quiz. Um, what was the first episode of the year? Uh, that was the the best of 2017 episode. 
That was only like three episodes ago. <laughs> it was. Episode 14. Hashtag throw your shit in the creek. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But that was the best of 2017. It was the best of 2017 episode. Let's say. Uh, or let me try and come up with another trivia question. What episode was China D2? This is a very important one. Everyone should have this memorized. It was, so it was 14, so it had to be 15 or 16. 15. Good job. Right. What episode was Austin first on? Pre-Blade. It was pre-Blade, so judging by our, our, <laughs> our probably episode 16. <laughs> 21. 21. All right. Uh, what was the name of the episode with, with Matt Diskin? Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> what was it called? Fibersmith. Nope. Great, not what? funny guess. What was it called? It was uh, You're Never Too Old for Crayons. <laughs> we did not really? remember any of this. Uh, God damn it. Yep. What was, what was the best artwork of the, of the year? <laughs> That's the real question. Uh, Each I'll one was say, progressively better. You, you guys pick. I'm, I'm going to stay Yeah, we should actually just vote on this. I can't pick my, my, my favorite child. Uh, they're so good. I, I want to say the one where it's Brian and then where his kids in the canoe. <laughs> Episode 23 <laughs> might be my favorite one. Where we're Some of these names, <laughs> the names of these are worth their own. Like mm. uh, th 13, the Burr King of Dildos. Yeah. That was 2017, uh, man. We're past it. Yeah. Jake and Aaron oh. Frederick, a love story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just talking about best names. That Pennsylvania. Or Hunger. the last episode of Brian next to his. Next to his younger self. <laughs> I can't. I, can't. Uh, I literally thought country, Brian was going to quit dick. the podcast when we did that one. Yeah, he didn't speak to me for like two days. That, I truly thought that was over the line. I actually had to like talk. I just sent a message like, uh, you mad about this, bro? And you waited just the right mm. amount of time because a day sooner, I would have told you to go fuck yourself. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, no, no, no. It's at July 16th, episode 24, Passion of the Jake 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> that was, <laughs> oh my God. I totally forgot. So the worst podcast moment, which is our next category because we need to bring things back to negative. Yes. I would say Jake's endless self-martyring. Yes. <laughs> that was definitely <laughs> the worst. Oh, uh, when I was filing that yes. for six weeks? Making that stupid fucking fix that we never heard about again. Can we get an update? We got an update last time. Last episode. He finished the knife. That's it? You're getting an update, and it's coming you in the mail. <laughs> don't worry about it. What an anticlimactic right. conclusion. All right, so worst podcast moments of 2018. Because we always need to end on a negative note. I am going to say Monroe Transfer. This I should not be the new China D2. Because I remember I talked about before we were going in, I was like, I'm going to bring up Monroe transfer. I want to see how it goes. It's just like we didn't invent it. It's not that funny. If you went on Urban Dictionary for two seconds, you could find it. We didn't do anything there. It wasn't very good. I'm thinking about doing a Monroe transfer t-shirt. Oh my God. I guess we got to lean into it. I have an it. idea in mind, and uh, I want to see if it... Uh, just, just lean into it. What do you mean, like like the lo like a Monroe transfer logo, or you mean a tra a shirt that's made for the Monroe transfer, like with a it's like a a bib like a, gown a bib a hanging over your like ass or something? Yeah, it's got it's like a gown for two. It's a gown, <laughs> it's a gown for two tube. people. <laughs> yeah, nice, Yikes. great no, idea. The the worst 
slash best podcast moment of 2018 for me was Jake's soundproof chamber. <laughs> it failed so horribly. It was the the most amazingly Jake thing I've ever seen in my life. If I had and to I've... describe Jake and his quirks to the world, I would show them the picture of him in his soundproof chamber. Yeah, and I chose the the three hours I spent soundproofing this chamber. <laughs> it didn't work. You know, what, it was you through it in two seconds hung up earlier. in the basement. And it was funny because it sort of it was he did like he used Bose wave technology or something like that to funnel sound directly into his soundproof chamber. <laughs> Stella busted through that thing looked like the fucking Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Although I gotta say his new mic setup, which he which he is very fascinated with, is doing much better. I haven't heard your beard once, so or any vaping sounds. I think Brian's answer. I have a, well, I have a pop filter, and so uh, here, that's that's the beard on the pop filter. You, you're not going to hear much, but okay. here I'll give you, I'll give you straight beard into SM57. Right? The last time people are going to hear it in 2017, I mean 2018. All right, that's enough. Yep. The, the last, the last horrible right. beer noise of 2018. You got to do a little ASMR stuff while we're here. This is. No, I'm cutting this. Brian, I liked your answer for this one for worst podcast moment. Well, it's maybe not everybody else's, being that I have friends and shit that bought them, but my worst part of it is my mug on a mug. <laughs> that's appropriate. <laughs> that's a, that's, that was just a, a piece of marketing genius on my part. I'm just going to put that out there. He did. Was Brian's mug on a mug. You know, I was inspired was by Steak on a Steak from the PA Renaissance Fair. <laughs> All right, well... I mean, what a what a year! Yeah, what what are we uh, what are we looking forward to next year? Shot show is coming up very soon. Yep. There's a lot of other knife shows in January too. I just can't remember TKI, right? Mm -hmm. Las Vegas. Lots of stuff is happening next year. Um, Even with this podcast, there's a lot of stuff that's we hope to be able to bring to you next year. A lot more content. I know we say that a lot, but uh, truthfully, there's going to be a lot. You're going to see more of us. Paramount. I mean, Paramount among these things is hopefully more. Knives, more collaborations with our name on them. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. Yes. We're looking forward. Oh, we know what we need to do before we start. We need to give away a knife. We need to give away a knife. We need to give away a knife. We need to give away Progeny Knife Nuts Podcast Edition number 30. Do we have a way of doing this? No, not at all. So what I would like to do Uh, is to have Adam draw the winner. How am I going to do that? Yeah, how is he going to do that? I'm going to send you the list of the people that are uh, eligible to win. And you can edit this part out, Dave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, play, play, why don't, Dave, why don't you play some elevator music while I, while I get him the list? It's never played this long. What? Why did you say hey Aqualung? This this isn't Jethro Tull. Alright, I'm afraid we're gonna be copyright violation. I hope you have that list. Why was why was that there? I'm not trying to get us our first copyright violation, get the shit taken down. It, that was a that was a an anchorman quote. Hey, I have a best new maker.
Okay, let's back up to that one. I wanna. I also wanted to mention Craig Brown, although I don't think he's brand new this year. He's been absolutely just killing it I'll with his machine, with his machining and his knives. And I know he's about to end production on the. Uh, I can't remember what the model's called. I had one of them. Uh, and Levon, you saw it too when I had it. Yeah, it was good. Fantastic guy, fantastic knives, and I think he's just gonna he's gonna blow up even more than he already has. Wait, is this the guy that does the CNC stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, brown knives. Oh yeah, yeah, the servo. Yeah, he's like Brian, but friendly. That, yeah, <laughs> he's very nice. And he's also supported us for a while. Fucking hey, man, taking it from all sides tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm just messing with you. You know it. Guys, I have important news. Browse Blades posted on Instagram 22 minutes ago. Who should we collab with in 2019? I'm putting at Knife Nuts Podcast. Elijah Isham. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone put Isham. Nah. I'm at Knife Nuts Podcast. Oh, God. So, wait, did you, to clarify, did you guys really think that the vocals were in that song? Yes. Yes. And you yes. didn't tell that, I that was me. That. No, I thought it was in the me song. Going, hey, Aqualung from from uh, from Anchorman. No. Oh, there no, really I'm... was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's play Aqualung, not hey Aqualung. Oh well, ex fucking excuse me. I think <laughs> now you have me second guessing myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll go watch Anchorman. I think he says, "Hey, Aquaman. all right." Do we make any progress to figure? Yeah, out I have how the we're list, but I, I I have the list, but I didn't put it into anything that could pick it. Nice. Uh, do you want me to quickly type it into a randomizer? Actually, right. you know Just what? Let, let me him see. Pick a number and hold on. Out yeah, what what do. Let me see how much numbers I have. There's one, one two, three. I see 14 names on your list. That sounds right. Well, count it and make sure I, it's right. Yeah, that that's that's correct because I took my mom out of there. Damn, you hate her, Get, man. Okay. She's getting a she's getting one anyway. So I'm at random.org. Mm-hmm. We've gone to one to fourteen. We're generating, and number five. Number five. That would be Pip Corona, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Pip Corona. Yes. I always read that as Popcorna. I thought it was Pip Cornea. So well, it clearly says Pip Corona right there. The, I want to. You should have done best Instagram Instagram name. Mine goes to Zeus Butthole. I'm just saying. Ah, that guy. Butthole. My guy. That guy's a winner. Well, congratulations, Jesse. You have won. Yes, congratulations. Once we get them. In 2019, so that's something I'm looking forward to in 2019. You know what? The project. I'm working Wait, did on he, it. Did he already order one? He, I think he may have. <laughs> Let me Probably. check the list. He's just getting two. Should, should we maybe have picked some from the list of people? Can't do it now. Also, why did I just hear a zipper unzippering? <laughs> he said, yeah. can't well, do it now. Well. <laughs> so congratulations, Jesse. You won Knife Nuts Podcast for edition of The Progeny number 30. Yep. So the 30 of 30. And I think you're on our list to get one anyway, so you're going to have two. He is not. He is not. Oh, my God, he didn't. He's not on there. That's <laughs> Fuck <perfect>. you, Jesse. It's <laughs> 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 very rude. It's a good, yeah, and you good say I'm nasty. Patreon yeah. now, let me tell you this. Very gracious. 
this dude has been listening to the podcast since we started, and he's probably for thirty-one episodes. Truthfully supportive in every single way. He actually won one of my. I did that little uh, contest on Instagram the other day where I posted some knives and some album covers. I don't know. Someone what won research. that. Two people won. That's bullshit. They they, just... they found. They went and found the albums that these were. They did some research. I don't know how they did it. They must have just typed what they saw in the cover into Google and somehow figured it out. My mind was blown. Bam. What did you end up giving away from that? Well, they're going to they're gonna get... I, it'll be in the mail by the time this posts. They're going to get... Uh, what, I, what I promised was a patch, a sticker, and a mystery prize. They're going to get a little Olight keychain light. Um, <laughs> they're going to get a, uh, <laughs> a patch. They're going to get... A sticker, and they're also going to get one of the China D2 stickers. Which so I gave him a bunch of junk. I gave him a You're bunch of junk. so Listen, generous. They, they guessed an album cover and they're getting that shit. That was hilarious. I've got to pay five bucks to send it out. Do you know how many people listen to Blind Guardian these days? Not a lot. Not many. <laughs> Not many is goddamn right. Yeah, but there's a better joke with the flashlight. That's true. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Pop Corona. He is a <laughs> police sergeant. He is a police sergeant in uh, in Tucson, Arizona. So shout oh. out, thank you. Well, thank, thank you, for you your brother. Service, kind sir. Not that you're helping us in, up here in Pennsylvania. Should I send a Sorry, DM brother, to him? that you got to be in Arizona. Should I send a DM to him or let him wait to listen? Uh, either, both. I mean, he's we're not going to have flash, the ice by the time he he's also kind of a flashlight guy. So yeah, maybe send him. Send him something. Uh, Send him some it's a good thing he's going to get the stupid little O light. Send him some junk he got, box. You know what? He had in his cruiser. He has the same O light setup that you do because of my experience with yours. I told him to get that uh, for his cruiser. So tell him we'll there you go. We'll send him another knife if he slaps a knife nuts podcast sticker on a perp's forehead after arresting him. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, or puts it on his like. Riot. That sounds like a violation of many civil rights, but. Do it. Do it for the podcast. Do it for the podcast. Well, congratulations. Well, I'm just going to start wrapping up because we've been doing this now for almost three hours, it feels like. (laughs) Two hours, 23 minutes. Okay. Um, (laughs) It's been... Gentlemen, I'm going to say thank you to all of you guys because it's been a blast. Let's pat ourselves on the back. (laughs) Self-congratulatory assholes to the end. Yes, and I'll I'll thank Adam for being an honorary member of the podcast these past couple this past couple months. We chat a lot, and I uh, really enjoy our conversation and our friendship. It's yeah. good to get on and and work with my replacement as we're you know as we're doing it <laughs> as we're transitioning. Really the transition. That's how it's done. Don't say that, Brian. Um, <laughs> you know what? I do have a question for for everyone: a surprise pop quiz. So, your top three knives of 2018. Dave, go. Fuck, I thought we already did this shit. No, we didn't. Uh, your personal acquisitions, your uh, three favorite knives. God damn it. Um, number one, I'll go start for number three. Number three, it's the Thresher, the Gavco Nastrop Thresher. Okay. Number two, I didn't get that many knives this year. So this, uh, number two, the Wii Knives 811 Tyke. I tie cheat tie bow uh and then the number one my mini typhoon 
from Brian Sharp I designed cool. Mini Typhoon. Glad you don't like the Primordial. Oh. No worries, rock on. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have it. I forgot I got the Primordial. <laughs> no that's no all. problem. Yeah, no, in, in his defense, I've had it since the New York. <laughs> yes. I had it for like I a only, week, and then I broke it, and then Jake took it, and I have I never only seen ordered it. 30 spare pieces of carbon fiber because you ripped the side off of yours, but it's cool. No worries. Rock on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm taking number two out. Number two is primordial. Nah, it's way too late for that. Yes, it is much too late. But... <laughs> All right, someone shoot me some bail here. But the right, primordial Jake, number one. Jake, you're up. Number three, primordial. Number two, <laughs> primordial. Number one, primordial. <laughs> Levon, you're going to have to help me with what I did acquire. Uh, definitely the, the Rex 45 PM2 is definitely on there. The PM3, um, not a PM2. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> PM3. Uh, well, yeah, Para 3. Uh, oh, boy. That doesn't sound Black, like a Purvis Primordial to me. The Bla- I don't have one. The Black Star is Ooh, on good choice. That's a good choice. That's a really good best tech. <laughs> Jesus. And by the way, I texted Elijah. Yes, it is we. Mm-hmm. Oh, we um, fucked up that whole segment. Yeah. I, go, both of you have stick your nose all the way into your cat's anuses. Um, I don't have cats. Can't stand them. Oh, uh, I was, I was, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Love on a Day. Oh, and, love you too. Third, Love on, help me out here. What's the third one that I got this year that I love? Uh, the A Purvis Primordial. I, I, geez, my backpack. Yeah, Dave's backpack. <laughs> That's my third. Mm. Uh, oh no, did I get my trash panda uh, panda express this year? Yes. Yeah. Then that. Yeah. Okay. That's, then my that's panda express <laughs> trash panda kitchen knife. All right. Um, it's my top three. For me, it's going to be pretty tough. To do a top three. I know. Three. Uh, I, know hot, I think I think my hot TR goes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see. I can think of another gift plate. Yeah. that would be on there. You could go in with my, my chicane. In my top three. Yes. You can think of a gift blade that would go in there. I don't know. That that I've purchased. I think um, probably my the bag. Uh, you know, the Osteo, I think, is up there for me. Nice. And uh, the Chicane, which I still don't... My Chicane. It's it's technically his Chicane. That he has harassed me to the point of just keeping. Oh, yeah. You're really not going to say the Primordial? I mean, the primor- I already friends. talked about the Primordial in the beginning of this... Uh, this disc. Thing. can't believe yeah, no one's a cool you mentioned the Euro Edge... The gift Euro- yeah. I talked about the Euro Edge a lot. It was a vote live on Iowa's podcast. All right, yeah, he didn't five. mention the uh, progeny prototype either. No worries. Keep no. rocking. You know, just just shit all over Adam while he's here. To his face. <laughs> you know what? Just kick him while he's down. I forgot to say the primordial. You mentioned nothing about the progeny prototype. Listen, until you fully take my place, I will always win out over you. That's just the way it is, dude. <laughs> no, I think you should win. I, I, appreciate I don't know about some it, of his know. other choices. I do like the midi type. Also, a lot. <laughs> once these progenies are actually here, it, it's going to be all progeny talk all the time for like months. So. Yeah, it's pretty much. Wait, wait, don't doesn't don't we owe it to Brian to let him say that the uh, 
the progeny is a scam since we said that his knives were a scam and it was a pyramid scheme. They were never actually coming. I would never do that to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there are some people. I would are do. you going to have the progeny? Not refund? to Adam. <laughs> you have the progeny <laughs> refund booth at, at Shot Show. <laughs> the refund booth. Yeah, Lehigh, Levon, and I had a prodigy, pro, um, uh, typhoon. <laughs> the, typhoon <laughs> the micro typhoon refund booth. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, good thing no one goes to Lehigh, so it's fine. But we'd like to. That was amazing. Thank you for an amazing year. Yes, thank you, everybody. And thank you to our patrons. We love you guys. I did put up a, a special thank you for you guys on, on the Patreon. Uh, and to all of our listeners. And to everyone who listens to the show and everyone who comments and talks to us on Instagram. We love it. Everybody who sends us emails, including Matt Diskin. Um, <laughs> Red China. We look forward to bringing you guys a lot more in 2019. Thank you. All right. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Happy New Year. We got to do this again. Yeah, one last time. Play us out. He's so quiet. Yeah. I need some volume, Jake. Yeah, Jake, where are you? What are you doing? (laughs) It's kind of like a cat. Yeah. Yes. Jake, bring it. Uh, <sighs> I'm sleepy. That's it.
All right, that was like three hours. Hey, right. after we yeah, get done, I'll give you my three picks. It's cool, no worries. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Adam, sorry that we just completely ignored you the entire episode. Uh, like, we got so busy talking about shit. Hold on, on you I can we start. I can restart work. recording, and then I can just put it back in. Yeah. No, I don't want to. I just wanted to say that at the end, it was worth it. They didn't ask me either. Brian, you no, have zero didn't. knives this year. You don't have any answers, Brian. Uh, Brian would say chicane, nemesis dagger, arch nemesis, and the uh, <laughs> Evo. The I don't get to. I don't. I won't. I won't get to own any of them either. So, Brian, nobody <laughs> did any impersonations of this episode. So that's the good news. Yeah, you guys are getting away from that. No, no good. one. No one said chicane. As we sh- as we transition to Adam taking your place. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay, so there was a dicey part where the... Oh, let me end the backup recording. You guys continue. I gotta go pee. I'll be I right also back. need to get a beer. And also, um, our backup recording stopped at one point. We gotta really trust the clean feed didn't fuck this up. Okay. Yeah, like last time where we lost a lot of Brian. I'm going to pee. So let's just hope we didn't lose anyone. Alright, grab another beer. I spilled most of my first one. Be right back. Okay, I guess I'll hit the bowl again. I'll be right back. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna I'm just gonna stay here. I'm gonna get a. Be- I would stay with you, but I am gonna go get a beverage because this is this is a very rare opportunity. We never have a chance to get up and do anything. <laughs> uh, one time I had to pee into like an old Tide bottle. <laughs> Are you gonna do hit mute? <laughs> yeah, well I can't hit mute and then disappear. Because then I come back to like Jake, Jake. <laughs> Jake has been dead. Blah, 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 blah. All right, I'm really leaving this time. All right, Levon sounds like he's dying over there. He is. Oh, shit. I really hope we didn't. Hope this doesn't fuck up. Cause we're gonna and his like... cat's gonna. Levon's cat will eat him. <laughs> Quincy is savage. He sounds like um, the one that dresses up Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> That's Levon. Okay. I could see it. Just think back. I could definitely I've see told it. him that too. I've told him that, so I don't feel bad saying it about him. <laughs> For 30, 40,000 people to hear or whatever. So. Oh, wow. That's a wild overestimation of the size of our No, audience. it's at least 150,000. <laughs> I don't know about that. Just fake it till you make it. Yeah. We should start telling our sponsors that. <laughs> We're up to 150,000 unique IDs. Yes. You might want to get on board. We'll fudge the numbers a little bit. What are they going to do? Audit us? They can't prove this. We can't even prove it. Prove it. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what our audience size is. Because <laughs> podcast metrics are fucked. So, yeah, we got, we got 2.3 million people listening every week. At least. Got every demographic on lock. I'm back. Oh, hey. Hey. It's Mrs. Doubtfire's dresser. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> matchmaker, matchmaker. See? Oh, Harvey Firestein, right? That guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hello. What's happening? You just need to smoke more. I plan to after this uh, 
Nope, that's um, not what I meant. Dave, I mean, Brian, I'm hoping I get to come see you in the next two days or so. Are you I'm around? Here. Yep. Um, I have to bring you some stuff. And I and M made these edibles. They're absolutely ridiculous. I ate oh, two boy. of them at like 3 o'clock. Today? And, yeah, today. And I'm still... Edibles are always scary because you never know how they're gonna how they're gonna go. It could but be not, you could. They're not bad though. Like I'm coming down from it now, and I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Is this uh, uh, something you choose to edit out, or this will probably just go <laughs> at the end of the episode? Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I think everyone has accepted people's love of weed on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I spilled most of my beer on my on the jacket I was wearing as soon as we started the episode, so. Things are going well over here, too. Okay. All right, check your back. back. I'm going to play the elevator music.